got a fever, and the only prescription is more. Look, here's the thing. It's the Catalina f wine mixer. It's the Catalina wine mixer. It's the f***ing Catalina wine mixer. The f***ing Catalina wine mixer. This yo, yo. is the Cigar Authority. It's the biggest helicopter leasing event in the Western Hemisphere since 1997. The Authority. Like Kobayashi. On everything cigar. The cigar takes time. Yeah. That's the whole key. And out of the cigar industry. With your host. Hey, D-Man. David Garofalo. Wait, who are you? Julius Caesar? Who the hell is Julius Caesar? You know I don't follow the NBA. Mr. Jonathan. I don't know who I am. I'm a dude. The dude disguises another dude. Barry Stone. And Chuck Morrison. 60% of the time, it works every time. It's time to light them up. Screw it, let's let them do it. It's time. It's a win-win for me. For the Cigar Authority. I gotta have more. Ah! It's in the hole. April 2nd, 2016, broadcasting live from the La Flor Dominicana Cigar Studios. And today, we celebrate what we affectionately call the friggin' Catalina Wine Mixer. We'll tell you why as we celebrate two guys, two guys, the Cigar Authorities, <laughs> 60th anniversary show, live from Two Guys Smoke Shop with a big studio audience today. Very big, very big. Go. It's huge. You're listening to The Cigar Authority, the only radio show in the U.S. and, yes, the world, that is always broadcast on location, and we are the only show that doesn't just allow smoking. We insist, we demand that you light up along with us. You tune in at thecigarauthority.com where you can watch us live or catch the podcast on demand at any time. Simply find us on iTunes, YouTube, or Podbean where you can set it and forget it. It was April 1st, 2010, 312 shows ago. That's 312 weeks of this mess, and we're going to keep doing it, folks. We're going to keep doing it until we get it right. 624 hours, 37,440 minutes. Wasted. I want that money back. (laughs) Money. I want that time back. Uh, It started off as Mr. Jonathan's webcast Wednesday. Yes, it did. Yes, it did. I remember you coming in. Listen to this. It started off as a bunch of DJs in my basement drinking wine and just playing music and having a good time, and I wanted to find a way to broadcast it because at 2 o'clock in the morning and you're loaded and you feel like people need to see what you're experiencing. And you know what? It wasn't as good uh, when I listened to it the next day sobered up, but uh, that's where it started. And I'm sure this show would be better if we had a few drinks. Or at least if our audience had a few drinks. So we, gotta, we put we, wine on the table. It's the wine Catalina wine mixer. It's the, it's the Catalina <laughs> wine mixer. So let's pour ourselves a glass of wine. And uh, why the Catalina wine mixer? Why do we say that? What, what's that all about? The reason was the first time we were doing the show, and we actually did two shows, is um, we did it after hours just to see if the thing would work. And uh, apparently we all watched, um, what is that movie called? Step Brothers. Step Brothers. The night before, that it must have been on the first time on HBO or one of those things. For some reason, something happened. And that's what we were talking about. We had a comedian with us, a professional comedian, hoping to make us laugh. And in between things not working and stuff, um, we started just talking about the Catalina wine mixer. And it became the Catalina wine mixer, the friggin' Catalina wine mixer. And uh, from there went on. So and that, the first, I don't believe the first show exists anywhere anymore. No, those, those things are gone. Uh, thank God. I looked. Yeah. Yeah. Thank God. It was brutal. Back then we were on Ustream. All kinds of problems. Commercials kicking in. Yeah, part automatic of the commercials would happen. Yep. Yep. So, uh, hey, a part of uh, history for us. So, uh, hey, a toast to us. Why not, right? To us. To, to us. us. 
Here's a toast. May the time we spend together not be subtracted from our lives, but be added to Amen. our lives. And that's for cigar smokers. And you ever go to a cigar class that I put on, that's our toast at the beginning. And then at the end, we kind of tell you why actually time you spend smoking a cigar is not subtracted from our lives, but added to it in many, many different ways. We'll get into that in one of those shows. But anyway, uh, six years, we're going to keep six going. Years. Congratulations, fellas. So, uh, yeah, that first show, we had uh, Christian Aroa call in. Yes. And we had Victor Vitale live. I don't know which one ended up uh, coming on first or whatever it was, but <coughs> we, we really needed to fill up the first show. We didn't talk about anything, but we're going to talk for two hours, and oh, my God. No script. No, no. show planning. No, no. prep. Well, th- that's a little bit of a misnomer because David's show prep was about this thick, <laughs> and it took uh, 20 minutes to go through all of it. I mean, he was a speed reader okay. back then, flipping pages. I was, afraid, I was afraid for any pause, yeah. any dead air, they call it, right? So yeah. there can't be any dead air. And We refer to them now affectionately as dramatic pauses. Because <laughs> <Yes. laughs> if you give it a name, he, he stops stressing out about it. Yeah, it was uh, it was tough. Even lighting the cigar up, and then there'd be a pause oh, yeah. while you're lighting the cigar. So let's do that anyway. Let's pass out the cigars, and and Chuck, if you would, uh, pass it out to, to everyone in our studio audience. And uh, here's, here's a box here. We're gonna get you in uh, later on too. Uh, on the show, I don't think Chuck has ever been on the show. I don't think he sat on this side of the desk. We're gonna get him on. We're gonna we're gonna go back old school to uh, the original group and all that. But uh, with that, let's, uh, uh, we're going to smoke. This is part of the Cigar Authority Care Package. Uh, we got 500 people out there that have received this cigar. So we'll uh, smoke the cigar along with you. So right now, let's uh, give it a cut and light. It's time to cut our cigar. The official cutting is brought to you by our good friends at Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo is the brand. While all other cigar brands were raising prices, Perdomo cut out the federal S-chip tax, and they actually lowered their prices. Pernomo Cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, and excellence. And I'll say, uh, as we go through this, thank you to all our sponsors out Absolutely. there, because without them, we have no show. Now, not only is the official cutting brought to you by Pernomo Cigars, yes. but the cigar that we're smoking is brought to you by Pernomo Cigars. It is. It is, Barry. What is this? Well, what do you get the man who has everything for his 50th birthday? The question was answered by Nick Perdomo who created the Garofalo for this half-century milestone. Made in Esteli, Nicaragua, Tabacalera Perdomo, the Garofalo features an Ecuador, Connecticut from USA, Connecticut seed, and is golden in color. The binder from Nicaragua and fillers consisting of Nicaraguan tobacco from Jalapa for its natural sweetness and Esteli for its strength. Once rolled, the cigars are placed in an aging room where they are aged to perfection, like our esteemed host. Yeah. The family legacy comes in four sizes, Robusto, Toro, Torpedo, and Churchill, and they retail in price from 6.49 to 7.29. It was uh, it was a gift. I mean, he shows up with a box of cigars. Here's the box of cigars. Oh, you made a box of cigars for me. No, we actually put a whole line together. Here it is. So uh, it was an honor for him to do that. Absolutely. And uh, I, I couldn't uh, ask for anything better. I like it. Uh, if, you, if you're familiar with the Perdomo lines of cigars... Take Champagne down a teeny bit. Take Habano, Connecticut down a teeny bit. Yeah. And yeah. there's uh, where you have it. I'd say a cross between Habano and, and Champagne and toned down a teeny bit. Yeah, so, maybe the primings are dropped a touch. Yeah. And probably one of the most flavorful Connecticut's on the market. 
especially in its price range. On the pre-light, you got a, just a, a hint of barnyard, a little hay, mm. a little bit of sweetness, some perhaps that of a fig. Here we go, fig. fig. A little, little buttery richness. Yeah. There's a little, little cake quality, which gives us the Garofalo being the Newton. The of cigars. Of the, of the fig Newton. The fig Newton. Those are excellent. Yeah. By the way, I think Pop-Tarts should um, maybe kick us a little uh, they something, something. There was a little viral. Increase the sales they experienced yeah. last week. A little butter and a Pop-Tart deal. I was expecting a case of them to be here from Kellogg's, but you would have shown, you would have thought. But uh. We're going to light our cigar today with the Vertigo Slider. This lighter features a uh, push-down flip-up top. Hence the term slider. It works very much like a uh, semi-automatic handgun, the way it slides to eject the round. Okay. So you've got three jets. You have a flip-out bullet punch at the bottom that does go past vertical, and it does feature the Vertigo's patented big-ass tank. It's not true at all. But it has a um, – it's interesting where the air chamber is at the bottom of this, where the slider comes down, where it actually gets its air so that – the first time, you know, if you ever got other people's lighters and the first time you, you click it, the first light doesn't light, mm. it's not getting enough oxygen to it. So you have to actually go on other people's lighters. You've got to go down really slow or maybe click it the second time when the gas catches up. But not with Vertigo that they put this air chamber in there so it's getting the oxygen it needs. Yeah, when, you're, when you are ghosting your lighters when it comes to Vertigo, you're trying to get them to work, uh, you can just get rid of the whole T at the end. There is no timing issue because they've solved all the problems just when it click, comes to air Just intake. click it and goes every time. Full metal jacket. This has got to be $280. Well, I'm glad that you asked that, <laughs> yeah. Dave. Uh, yeah. It's $29.99. Jeez, $29.99. of the price. It's awesome. Looks good, right? Looks good. Feels good in the hand. And there it is. So uh, you mentioned Christian Aroa. Uh, he, was, he was Camacho at the time six years ago. Now, that was the first live show. The first official show, Nick Perdomo called in. When Our we... test show. The show before the first show. Okay. We had to test to make sure everything worked. And that was Nick Perdomo that called in on that show. This is a Perdomo show right here. Well, is that true? It's 100% true. Yeah. You were there. I was there. And that's how I have Nick Perdomo's cell phone in my cell phone. You said, text Nick. Tell him we need him to be on at this time. And the only person listening was Rudy? It was Rudy. <laughs> it was. He's been on since the beginning. Literally. To Rudy from he, Canada. Yes. He's been on since the very Our beginning. brother from the great white north. Yes. So basically we can blame Canada for this. He's been a supporter from the beginning. At the beginning, it was, it was how is anyone going to find us out there? But uh, we're going to go uh, <clears throat> later on through the stats. Because lots of people do what Rudy did. They Google random cigar podcast <laughs> to come across our show. Yeah, but how would we even be found on there? At, at the very beginning, there was no radio station. It was nothing, right? It just yeah, was, just it, the internet. It was out there. So was there social media? Did we have uh, there, Facebook? There was and a stuff? thing called called Facebook, and there was? Twitter had already been invented. Really? There was YouTube. I think how we found it is we, you guys. Were, this was before I stepped in, but you guys were broadcasting more or less exclusively on Ustream. And with Ustream, so, you had a share button, so you could automatically share it to your profile. Right. And, and you it, could create your category. So if someone was on Ustream looking for, for specific content, for example, they could type in cigar or cigars, and there we. Or be if found. they were looking for education, they could have stumbled across <laughs> of us because by we, accident. It would t- totally True. be by accident. Because I had to pick one. I picked education as the <laughs> thing. 
I had to pick one when I started the thing. What what are we? I have no idea. Let's go with education. By so, the way, Rudy just chimed in that he found it through Facebook, and he considers the Cigar Authority the show is the best friend that he grew up with. Really? Wow. Which I guess he doesn't have a lot of friends. No, I guess. It's a shame. I feel bad for his, his past. And it answers a lot of questions, though. Rudy. He has no neighbors when he yes. walks around the block up there. It, it, it was a very, very interesting uh, beginning that uh, nobody was there. Uh, we were looking for, we had a phone number. What was the phone number? Easy Jail 19? Yeah, something, something, something like easy. that. Because we had the, the numbers of it, and I said, we have to find a word or something so it'll be easy to figure it was through, out. It was through Skype. You, I, I don't know if you still can do it, but you could buy a phone number from Skype, mm-hmm. and then someone could dial it from a regular phone and get your Skype, and this is how we got callers on the show. Because as a DJ, I, had no, I didn't know how to process callers, and there was no cable like you have to plug your iPhone in. So it was, all right, let's buy a phone number. We got a separate laptop just for Skype. Yeah. And, and people were calling in, and I remember one auto dealer or something, and he's talking about his cars and stuff. And I said, so what are you smoking for a cigar? And he says, I don't even smoke cigars. He was just going on there to try to talk about his, his car dealership and stuff like yeah. that. We got a brand new 1999. Yeah. It's a good deal. You got to come and get it. And the thing, I'm like, so what are you smoking? No, I don't even smoke cigars. And um, there were so many buttons on that original mixer because mm-hmm. I had to figure out a yeah. way to get the caller that I could screen the call. <coughs> Hi, who's this? And be able to throw to Dave and say, okay, I have a caller on the line. This is Jason. We were begging for callers, begging. Big mistake, by the way. Big yes. mistake. So. Whatever the phone number was, and it was all kinds of odd Easy random. Easy Jail 19, yeah, according to Rudy. was the yeah. end of it. And uh, it was like 54 Easy Jail 19 or whatever. <laughs> and it was because I'm trying to find a word that ended up matching to it. We and couldn't, it was nothing. It was horrible. We couldn't buy anything that had cigar in it. Right. None of that. They just wouldn't let us. Easy Jail 19, which, what the hell does that mean or whatever? But it was the only words that made, made thing, and you, you kind of remembered it. So Six years later, yeah. Easy Jail 19. And then we said, okay, the only way to get any legs on this is going to go through syndication, through uh, radio stations. That, is that how we found you? That's more or less how you found me. I, okay. So I, I used to work for Sporting News Radio, and uh, that was way back in the day. And I had done some freelance work here and there. And uh, Anthony Pepe, who was with uh, 1510 The Zone. In Boston. Well, in Boston. You, guys, you guys at one point had worked together on another yeah, radio way show back. that had to do with cigars. Yes. Yep. Yes. So Dave and I went back to there, but uh, yeah, I got a random phone call one day. Would you be interested in, in helping out a cigar show? It's on Saturdays um, in Salem, New Hampshire, which wasn't far from where I was living. And you know, which, which cigar store is it? Two guys? Yeah, I'm in. <laughs> yeah. At the time, you were a cigarette smoker, which you gave up. Yep. Yep. Have you made any mountains move recently? As far as <laughs> you always were... moving mountains, brother. All right. Come on. Yeah, you were a cigarette smoker. You come in, yeah. and we had to teach you how to smoke cigars, and now you're a cigar smoker. Right, right. I remember I think I inhaled it first on cigars, and I'm like, how the hell do they do this? Yeah. <laughs> These guys have iron lungs. So we go in syndication, and uh, it's Saturday, I believe, at 10 a.m. at that point. Yeah. Right? That's 10 right. So we have to show up here at 8 o'clock in the morning, make sure everything's going. 10 o'clock, we're on. And... Um, I don't know, you know, I, I thought we were so safe that nothing was going to happen to our show. And the next thing you know, we're getting bumped out by college football. So Spanish like, Red Sox. Spanish Red Sox. That was the end. Spanish Red Sox. Spanish Red Sox was what we agreed to initially. Oh, really? We said, 
They said, okay, if Because there's Spanish not going to be Sox, many games that are going to be on at 11 o'clock. I think there was one or two in the uh, whole year, 11.05 right. game or something. So if Spanish Red Sox was on, they would bump us, and they would play our show two times on Sunday, one in the morning, one in the evening. And we said, you know what, double the plays, we'll take it. Then they started bumping us for college football. <laughs> then it Everything. was high school across. Women's basketball. Yeah. When we got bumped for field hockey from some random high school, that was it. That was it. Yeah. So we said... How do we do po- podcast? <laughs> and that was through Podbeam, who later put us in the top ten, and there was no number, just just the top ten of all broadcasts that have to do with education of all things, and we were in the top ten. And, it, and it's big numbers, big, crazy numbers. So uh, stats, Barry. What do you got for stats? Barry Statstein. Well, last year the show was downloaded 1,398,667 times. Is that crazy? In just the audio alone, not counting the live listeners and video. Almost 1.4 million downloads. That doesn't count people watching live, uh, watching the video podcast, uh, any other way that they're getting it, just a full download of that, 1,400,000. I'm blown away by it. It's crazy. It, and there's no way it's wrong. I'm like, recheck that. It can't even be near close. Nope, that's actually what it is. 1,400,000 times. And uh, our top five shows last year coming in at number five was uh, Victor Vitali and the Freemasons. And I wonder if that had to do with all bunch of Freemasons listening in. To it could be. Yeah. Yeah. Our number four show was predicting the Cigar Aficionado Top 25. Nice. Our number three show was Eric Newman of J.C. Newman. Okay, getting a live guest on there. Yeah. Our number two show was the great reveal of the 25th anniversary cigar. Uh, yes. Yeah. Uh, and nobody knew what it was, but uh, people like us to reveal some information, I think. That's a big part of what we do. And the number one show was uh, reviewing cigar magazines. Yes. Hmm. Reviewing the people that review the cigars. Not, didn't go very well. We got a lot of bad. <laughs> I bad would say that it went swimmingly. Right. It went good because of the simple fact that a lot of people cared, obviously, to do it. Uh, we'll see when we, when we do something like that again. Because uh, looking at these stats, and I just saw them earlier this week when Barry did it, what you try to do is you take things that were popular and work off that, right? If Absolutely. these are the things that are popular out there, folks, so you want to hear it again. So let's hear what we shouldn't do anymore. Right, the lowest. <laughs> well, our lowest two were actually our lowest one. Yeah, the lowest two is, is we won't actually do Yeah, we won't mention the number two. We'll but, be debonair about that and yeah. not say it because. Uh, but the, the least viewed episode was the drunk episode uh, where we drank some vodka with our friends from uh, Hammer and Sickle. Yes. Which was my favorite show. <laughs> Which, and I'll tell you, it was the least podcasted, but it was the number one for largest viewed video-wise. Oh. So people didn't want to hear the show, but if you go on iTunes, they not iTunes, you go on YouTube, they wanted to around. see it. I want to actually see this mess. So we drank too much, and that's it. And we just, uh, we'll leave it out there forever and ever to see, and my grandchildren will say, Grandpa, why were you drinking so much during that show? So uh, tell us the demographics of who is listening to us. Well, 88% of our listeners are from the USA, which leaves 12% from the rest of the world. We're heard in 80 countries, including Cuba. 57% listen via iOS, which is Mac, iPhone. And 11% listen via Android. Top five states. And where's all the rest? That doesn't add up to 100. PCs. Okay. Um, Kindles, so on and so forth. Uh, Top five states, 
Word. All right, so where do you think, Chuck? Who's, mm. where, where are they listening to? What state? Number one state? Oh, man. You didn't see this, Mr. Jonathan, did you? Nope. All right. I feel like we've done this before, and it was like an odd state. But I'm, gonna go, I'm just going to go size-wise, population-wise. Play the odds. Okay. So I'll say California. Two points. Number He's, one state. Number one state. Nine specific time. Specifically <laughs> nine. <laughs> and the other four to round out the top five yeah. were Virginia, Texas, New York, and Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. Yeah. Last year, Florida was in the top five, but they dropped to number six. Okay. So we're here in New Hampshire. <laughs> nothing. Massachusetts is a mile down the road. <laughs> <laughs> nothing. So, uh, so what is the worst state? Worst state to listen to. I'll let you go podcast. first, Mr. Jonathan. Uh, the worst state. I'm going to go with uh, the land of the cheese, Wisconsin. Okay, I'm going to go with South Dakota. South Dakota, number 46. Not bad. <laughs> number 46. Number 47 was Idaho. 48 was Wyoming. 49 was Maine. Right up the street, Whoa. Maine. And 50th was North Dakota. North Dakota. <clears throat> Oh, you said South Dakota. I was going to say North Dakota, but uh, I'm like, no, nah, I like the I get those two confused all the time. Yeah. And percentage-wise, our largest increase came from Massachusetts. So we're coming along, coming along. You'd think it's a neighbor, and most of our customers around here are Massachusetts, but they're just catching on to it. After six years, they'll give us a chance now. Six. This is how Massachusetts is anyway. You've got to wait until you've got to prove yourself. I think we have more audience members here today than we did six years ago for our listening audience. Right, right. <laughs> right. I'm sure. That's There's actually more people here than listened in the state of North Dakota last year. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> How do we ramp up North Dakota? I know. We've got to start doing some campaigning. <laughs> North Dakota. So the Cigar Authority is not just the number one podcast about cigars, but fast becoming the place for cigar information. Uh, the Cigar Authority um, as a uh, blog site that's on there. And Barry has uh, – you can take the bow for this, Barry. Uh, he made that happen. Information, a place to get information all the time. Not just go to the Cigar Authority once a week to listen to the show, but to go on every day because every day he's posting information. If you're looking for information, it's there as it happens. And breaking information. Mm-hmm. Most of the time we are the first site to report news, and a few of those items showed up in the top five postings. Um, coming in at number five was when a vape company claimed to have the FDA document Stating option number one would be chosen, chosen. it was reported by other sites as being factual, uh, but we debunked it as a false posting on November 4th. Uh, Number four posting. Got a lot of crap for that, too, for debunking it, but once again, correct. Mm -hmm. Uh, Number four, we broke the news that FedEx would stop shipping tobacco, and we broke that news on September 22nd. Uh, A review came in at number three, a review of the Opus X Oro Oscuro on November 25th. And the number two posting for the last year was actually posted on July 30th in 2014. And it continues to be a strong posting, and that's our review of Leaf by Oscar. Imagine that. Wow. And uh, number one uh, posting is probably one of our most recent. On March 25th, uh, we reported that the FDA ruling on cigars were frozen, and uh, that post became viral, becoming the number one viewed post on the CigarAuthority.com. Probably ever. Probably ever when it, the other ones are all in the past year or so since the last time we reported it. But uh, the FDA ru- ruling frozen on it. Uh, lots of uh, bad press on that we got of people uh, mm-hmm. knocking us down because they didn't hear it. So it must not be true. Uh, but here it is. Uh, we're frozen for now. 
we're frozen for now. I'm uh, the last guy that's going to tell you uh, this isn't going to happen. Uh, but the good news is it has happened right now, and consider it a little, a little uh, relief, a little uh, breather for us, for our cigar trade industry. Hopefully, uh, I'm counting on our government to be as slow as they are, pass when session gets out, they go in September, they don't get it done in time, and then we get it to a different president. No matter what, it's going to be a different president, despite my April Fool's joke, by the way, if you caught that on there. That was good. Yeah. <laughs> that um, Hillary Clinton, if indicted, uh, President Obama will um, seek a third term, unprecedented uh, third term, April Fool's. I think you got one of our listeners, Sean Barry, pretty good on that one. Really? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so those are the stats as, the, as they are. So uh, let's talk about the cigar that um, we got a lot of people smoking. There's a, just a hint right at the beginning, and I get it every time, just a subtle, subtle hint of white pepper. And as the cigar develops and gets closer and closer to the band, it does sweeten up, bringing up the uh, Jalapa tobacco you were yep. speaking of earlier that's known for its sweetness. Uh, as you get closer to the band, it gets sweeter and sweeter, and the pepper subsides. A little chocolatey sweetness, some nuttiness. Nutty, nutty, yep. almondy nuts. Yep. Yeah. Is there such a thing as almond paste? <coughs> yes. Yeah? Yes. Almond paste. I guess you could turn <laughs> anything into a paste if you have a food processor. Uh, Victor Vitali has a great idea for monetizing the show. Uh, he's willing to pay me to put Armando Sante's face on my head. So, Victor, I'm interested. What do you mean, your face on your head? Armando Sante's face and the Orovivo logo on, on my bald head right here. Tattooed. He didn't say anything about tattooed. He just said, on my head. Could put a sticker on there. Maybe a sticker or some a henna thing. You know, we'll be, because he has a new Amanda Sante cigar. We're right going to talk about that, Victor, you and me. Listen, if you're willing to pay, we're willing to do it, right? <laughs> <laughs> we will monetize this show now. This is what the show is going to become. All right, so let's go to break. Because uh, when we come back, uh, highlights and lowlights of the past six years. Uh, we're going to bring on the original team and pour some cocktails, eat some food, smoke some cigars. It's the friggin' Catalina Wine Mixer, the Cigar Authority's sixth anniversary show live from Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire. You're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Radio Network. Perfecting a seed for over 40 years takes skill. Then again, so does growing the perfect beard. Take it from Matt Booth, member of Camacho's Board of the Bold and the owner of the infamous Room 101 brand. The Camacho Corojo is hand-built from authentic Corojo seeds. Built for the expert palate and fine-tuned for maximum flavor impact, consistency, and quality. There was a time when cigars were the hallmark of elegance and success. In this time gone by, the aficionado would revel in opening a beautiful box, only to find their favorite celebratory smoke emblazoned with a heritage-laden band. It's time to put the bundle down and travel back to this golden age. For your voyage, may we humbly suggest the only cigar worthy of being packaged in a handmade marble box. Berlin Wall Series from Hammer & Sickle. Live well. 
It's an exquisite day here at the Jensen Estate patio overlooking the 13th green. And we're underway. Jim Jensen has chosen his favorite stick. The Diamond Crown Number no. 4 by J.C. Newman. See the way he holds the cigar, Tom? Mm. Excellent balance and heft. Ooh, he's eyeing the silky Connecticut Shade Wrapper. Fermented twice for the smoothest, richest flavor. And hand-rolled by the Fuente family with a blend of six to seven distinct Dominican and Caribbean basin tobacco leaves. Each lovingly aged for at least five years. Oh, now Jensen's lighting up the Diamond Crown. He's got a precision burn, Tom. Mm, those highly complex flavors with hints of dark chocolate really deliver, Bill. Yes, like all cigars in J.C. Newman's premium diamond crown line. That'd be the highly rated Maximus and the Julius Caesar. Ah, now Jensen's settling in, rolling the rich smoke through his nose. Look at the satisfaction on his face, Bill. Oh, a thing of beauty, Tom. Experience the premium diamond crown brand by J.C. Newman at select retailers or diamond crown lounge near you. Find us on Facebook at J.C. Newman Cigar Co. or visit diamondcrown.com. You've heard us over and over again talking about the brands who advertise on the Cigar Authority show. Now here's your chance to try them all in samplers we call the Sponsors Deal. The Sponsors Deals are just that. Deals from the cigar brands that support the Cigar Authority. To see this week's Sponsors Deal, which not only run out every week, but is always limited. Just go to thecigarauthority.com and on the right-hand side, simply click the Sponsors Deal to see what this week's Sponsors Deal is. Please help the brands that help us bring you the Cigar Authority. Our friends at twoguyscigars.com will get it out for you, and you'll be getting a great deal while helping those who help us. The Sponsors Deal from the Cigar Authority sounds like a win-win-win to me. Okay, we're back live from the Florida Dominicana Cigar Studios. You're listening to the Cigar Authority, a weekly broadcast exactly six years running about the nonsense, about cigars and the nonsense surrounding them. John Sebastian said it best. Welcome back from Prelude Restaurant in Methuen is Tommy Grella and the guy sitting at the very far end. Can they see you, Chuck? I don't know. They've never seen you before. He's never been seen. <laughs> I probably look very small next to Tommy right now. He is our producer, Chuck Morrison. And uh, I don't think you've ever been on. I, I think we did an episode from your office once. And you were in it? And I was in it. Okay. I think. All right. But that so was many, many moons ago. There you go. So Chuck Morrison uh, and uh, Tommy Grella, welcome back. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Love being here. Do you remember where you were six years ago? Do I remember where I was six years ago? Yeah, downstairs sitting in, <laughs> in front of this table. There we go. <laughs> and, then we, and then we bounced around from place to place for a while. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna to do store. it again. We talked about it in a couple of weeks. We're gonna uh, go to the uh, Seabrook location. Seabrook location and do a do a day there, and maybe uh, back into the tobacco farms in Connecticut later. And uh, yeah. we're, we're gonna, gonna move around a little bit. So uh, you brought some food. I brought a little. I brought a little comida, food in Spanish. Okay. So uh, you know, a few years ago, you, you're not a big Latino guy, but let's say ten years ago here, I would in, say he looks Italian. Yeah. He's a big well, Italian guy. I mean food-wise. I mean food-wise. Uh, ten years ago, you couldn't get Mexican up, up here except for, like, Tex-Mex. That was okay. garbage. All right. And I remember I used to, used to have to travel to California a lot, and I used to eat Mexican, like, at the street corners every chance I got because it was stuff that you couldn't get up here. Now, finally, we have Central Americans moving into this Massachusetts area, and we have authentic Central American food, which, you know, once traveling with you in Honduras and Nicaragua, you get a taste for it, man. Sure. It's awesome. I mean... So finally, we have these places, and a friend of mine from Guatemala, his name is Daniel, Dan, and he owns a place called El Taco Huapo, 
of Taco Huapo on Broadway, same street we're on, but in Lawrence. Okay. All right, down by where Cedar Crest used to be. And he has really authentic Central American food. And I brought um, a couple of options. I brought some burritos. Okay. Uh, everybody knows what a burrito is, but we have one which is uh, – which is a roast pork that's like falling apart, and then he makes a burrito with that. And the other one's, of course, chicken. Okay. Yeah, you're all set, Dave. I got go. you covered. And then the other one's called gringas. Gringas are like small quesadillas. So, you know, flour tortilla with melted cheese and uh, kind of meat. One is adobada, which is a marinated pork, and the other one is beef. So we got different meats, different things to try, but they're different things to try. But nothing like Tex-Mex, the real authentic stuff. It's awesome. I love that stuff. All right, folks, we got a studio audience. By all means, help yeah, yourself over there. Dig in. Don't yeah. wait for us. And, uh, uh, eat it I while it's hot. Give a, a quick shout-out. We've got a listener uh, in Vermont. His name is Eric. He drove down here. He helps keep us safe on the uh, by way of the U.S. Border Patrol. Uh, he's essentially what keeps Rudy out of in <laughs> Canada. Here we go. Keep him out of here. And this is a long way to travel to come here Certainly and see this is. show. Crazy. So we appreciate Eric. I'm, I'm, uh, blo- I'm blown away by people come all the way to come here and uh, listen all over there. I it's could great. be an official U.S. Border Patrol uh, honorary agent right here. I got a patch. I'm there kind of a big deal. I am. That's it. <laughs> Look at that. You put that Lots on some other box in the store. You can Border Patrol the uh, Sky Authority show. And people come up, <laughs> check their papers. Do you have your papers? Do you have your papers? <clears throat> beautiful. Beautiful. So, uh, gentlemen, Chuck Morrison, always yes, behind the camera, and here you are out there. How's it feel up here? Uh, different. Yeah, you're different. A wor- little wor- nervous. You're worrying about the board. I am, yes. actually. <laughs> <laughs> how how do you like itchy. when you're not here? I mean, oh, it's... I, I, it's on my mind. It's like, you know, even when I'm not here, I'm here, you know? Yeah. Always thinking about the technical aspects. And as you know, we've had our challenges over the years, Dave. We have. <laughs> we have. We certainly have. So, uh, you came in about a year into it, right? Correct, yeah. Tommy was still here. Tommy was here. You yeah. were here. Jonathan at the time was it's behind quit. the board, and he quit. He quit. He or did he promote I, himself? I stayed on for six full weeks to make sure that Chuck had it before I Jonathan left. was the producer, and I, I asked him to do something, and after he didn't do it, after a day, 24 hours had passed, I checked on him to see why he hasn't, hadn't done it yet, which was put out the podcast, I think, or something like that. Wasn't something ridiculous, and wow, you didn't take to to it very well at I all. I didn't. I didn't. Years later, he, he first off comes back, hanging around the show all the time. Can I sit in on the show? Never actually. Not. I don't know if you missed a week. None. Uh, no, I missed a couple weeks. Yeah. It was you. You guys were there, and then Tommy was going off to do Prelude, and so he was gone. You did a couple of shows by yourself, which I listened to. And it was not good. Oh, and I said, really? he needs me. So <laughs> I came in and That's I sat in with you just so you had someone to talk to. And next thing you know, it's, it's this. He, he comes in on the first show and he calls himself the co-host of the show. I'm like, what the <laughs> heck is going on? I'm the co-host of the show. and It, he, it took two you years just, before I was added back into the show open. You just, two years. You just bullied yourself right in. And, That's what I do. And that was it. So, uh he goes from producer to the co-host, just like that. Makes it himself, so uh, that was interesting. Um, the um, I'm looking through some of some of the notes here. Um, Tommy ends up leaving to start a restaurant, and you're five years in now. Yeah, I'm four, five, four and a half years in. Four and a half years. I didn't. I didn't want to leave. For the record, yeah. I, I know there's a lot of people out there who are very happy I left. <laughs> you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> 
That was an interesting read, huh, after yeah. the, that last oh, show. Listen, we get, we get so many emails. It's unbelievable. The, and the bulk of it is people telling us what we do wrong. And I've never met these people or anything. You know, it's, it's people typing on a computer or something. And keyboard bullies. Of everybody telling me. And this has been my whole life anyway. I'm self-employed right. my whole life. Yeah. And uh, people telling me what's wrong with every single thing. I listen, I want to hear it. I want to hear it. Oh, yeah. In case there's constructive criticism. But sometimes well, you have it's to, just trying to be mean. Sometimes you have, to, you have to put on the filter to try and hear the constructive criticism. You know, owning a restaurant, uh, it's the same. Jacques Pepin said owning restaurants like being naked on stage twice a day for both services, lunch and dinner, sure. was his reference. And it's, and it's exactly that in the restaurant business. I say, just because you've been eating your whole life doesn't mean you're a food expert mm, right. or a restaurant expert. You know, just running a business, been, running a business. Run, a, you know, run the business and then show me. I mean, you know, get up here and do the radio show for a while and then show me that. But whatever. I mean, I, I like your opinions. You don't like me? Whatever. People, I'm gone. Tommy, <laughs> I love you. People I saying, you. People saying to me... Why so many commercial breaks? Because <laughs> <laughs> we have that many people paying to have a commercial. It's great. Uh, you know, and all kinds of different things, of the segments and different things or whatever it is. And listen, I want to hear it. Keep you got just as much hate mail as you got love mail. People oh, wrote I don't in, care. People wrote in that they loved you back, back on the show. Or some people that didn't, didn't listen to the show back then just love the fact that you were just a new voice and a new opinion on what we were yeah. smoking. We, we barely touch on the, when, oh, yeah. oh, you guys are great, and blah, blah, blah. We don't even say that, yeah. right? It's not as fun. No, it isn't. Yeah, it's it's not as fun. Is that crazy? Uh, Jonathan wears that hat proudly. I love haters. <laughs> yes, I love <laughs> Well, I really do miss doing the show. I mean, I, I've said this to you several yeah. times. I love doing the show. I love being here. I love cigars and, and promoting the, the, the whole cigar lifestyle. But I just can't commit to every single week. So sure. I apologize for that. For those of you who like me, apologize to you, Dave, because I wish I could do it. So I'm, I'm looking back at some of our highlights and stuff, and one of them is um, Nikolai Volkov. Oh, that uh, was awesome. WWE Nikolai Volkov. Yes. What that, a gentleman. He was great. Oh, my and gosh. An what expert, a gentleman. An expert on food combinations and using food as medicine to make yourself healthy. Well, I yes. still use the soup that he told us about. Uh, while he was on the show, awesome. Yeah, he was he was a very healthy eater. Yes. Now, yet smoked cigars. The low light yeah. of that show, the low light of that yeah, show, was yeah. Dave mistakenly believing that because we're playing the Russian national anthem, that he should <laughs> heil Hitler. So he stood up out of respect. <laughs> yes. And he goes like this, yeah. and and it was the I, worst thing he could possibly do. We had to just gloss over it and not pay attention to it, but now it's far enough away. I went. I, I stood there the whole song with my arm up in the air because I thought Hand that's what out. they did. Oh, great. Awesome. Great. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, one of my highlights was, remember back, we did Lawyers and Limos. Mm. Well, you actually got in the, I in got the car in the limo broadcasted. And you said, don't do it. Smoking I, in the... It was five or six years. Smoking, yep. Five chain, or smoking six of us. With the windows up. And I had four cigars going, and you're like, don't overdo it with it. You don't want it, the thing to fail. And I'm like, I'm, okay, I won't. And I did it anyways, and I had all the cigars going, and I tried to fill that cabin with smoke, and that little Auric air purifier yes. cleaned yeah. that car out unbelievable. This is a limo company that allowed people to smoke cigars in his fancy stretch limos. Yeah, they retrofit an Auric oh in the back. Oh, it was great. Yeah. Great. I, you know what my favorite show was when I was on? Right. Jesus Dominguez. Um, Fuego. Jesus Fuego. Jesus me. Fuego. He was so he knew his stuff. Now this one you can't find because it was it's we call it the lost, the lost episode. Yeah. So that was episode six or seven, and we were really getting down on ourselves because we couldn't interview anybody. Right. Finally, 
Jesus Fuego comes on. He's able to answer questions and go on for 30 seconds after the question because that's the game in an interview is yeah. a good interview. Somebody uh, answering yes or no questions, you know, and it was yeah. like, how did he? Yeah, he Robert died. De Niro. Everybody yes. talks about interviewing <laughs> Robert De Niro. <laughs> so he goes on and on and, and is able to talk about the tobaccos and really lays an education on. And something happened with Ustream. The thing is deleted. No, I think you didn't hit. Record. Incorrect. I hit record because there was a there was twelve seconds that it was on and there was a glitch in Ustream. Really? So that's uh, when we decided that we were going to have a podcast as well. Yeah, yeah that, we, we doubled back. What up a ter- what a shame that we lost that episode because yeah. honestly, he's one of the most brilliant tobacco men I've ever yes. met. You as well? Do you agree? Yes. One of the most brilliant tobacco yes. men, humble yeah. from humble beginnings. Um, it was just awesome, and I love his cigars. I don't know about the rest of us, yes, but I, I do. I love his cigars. So I, I, have, a, I have a favorite. Yeah. I remember years ago we did uh, the Contender Show, okay, and we smoked every contender. Well, we that was the one we split. That was back when we used to split the show. Eight yeah. contenders. We did four on one show, four on the other. Recorded back to back. That's it. That's four hours oh. of recordings. So we did we did four hours because we did two shows that we had to record for what, probably Patriots game or whatever it was. Yeah. So we were here in Salem. We started at say seven p.m. and we went till. 11, 11 o'clock 11.30, yeah. yeah. And one of those shows was The Contenders, where we smoked like eight cigars for that show. Ugh. Then we had to stop. All right, guys, we got to do it again, recreate that energy and everything else, and now light up another two. It was just, you know. The ashtrays were co- completely oh, overflowing of all the, all the cigars. <laughs> you know, I don't think it was Contenders. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking it was, remember we did the brackets of the blind taste test? Okay, you think that was it? I think it was, because I have a picture somewhere of the ashtray completely filled, but they were all numbered cigars. Okay, okay. Of what they were. And we got to do that again. 100%. That we w- did it a couple of years ago, two years ago. It was great. I mean, readers, uh, listeners were involved in the process. Yeah. It was yeah. just a fun time. This, this is um, where we would pick eight cigars, and it would be one versus two. Yeah, yeah, And yeah. we ask which one is better, one or two. That one would move on to number nine in brackets, just like yep. Uh, yep. basketball brackets. And at the end... This is, was picked as the best cigar of the bunch, and here's what the cigars were, which is a surprise to a lot of people because the band has so much flavor Absolutely. to a cigar. You, you have, have different thoughts of what the cigar is. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm surprised none of you mentioned the show that I was a guest on. It was good because I listened back to it, and uh, this was when we would bring in all the um, bloggers. Each week we'd bring in a different blogger. Yeah. And to be honest with you, and I know they listen to the show, it's going to sound terrible and stuff, they can write very well, but they, they could not carry a conversation almost. Uh, well, some of them have improved dramatically because some of them have their own things going yes. on. So, they, you know, they, they kind of understand the game. And, and half point. of it is we're bad interviewers to begin with. So we couldn't get it, pull it out of them either. Right. And we'd go through a 20-minute segment. I'd get hardly anything and I'd be looking at each other and saying, we've got to go to break or whatever. i got nothing with yeah. this guy with the exception of you. And I didn't know you or anything, mm-hmm. but um, it, it – must have not been late on to have you. We had you on pretty early, and after that, it's four or five that came on. It was terrible, and we said, we just have to stop this. No, there was Once that, a ball breaker, always a ball yeah, breaker. I haven't changed. Yeah. I took some shots at Jonathan that you episode did, back there. Did. Yep. It's amazing. And Low, hanging hasn't fruit. Stopped. Low hanging fruit. Low hanging fruit. Stop. <laughs> stop talking about Easy my fruit. Easy <laughs> uh, One of my favorites uh, going back a ways was uh, Dog Watch Radio had announced their retirement. And they oh, let us that. interview them, and it was, in a way, they were passing the torch on us because they were the old guard yes. doing it for years and years and years. Really, some of the pioneers of podcasting, they let were. alone cigar podcasting, early on with podcasting, and they let us interview and kind of 
passed the torch on and passed some of their yeah. viewership on to us and gave us their blessing. Great. Yeah. yeah. No, that's huge. Yeah. They, they were doing it for a lot of years, man. Well, they must have been the pioneers of this whole oh, thing. Oh, without a doubt. Yeah. They used to record it live in Florida. One guy was up in, uh, I don't know, we'll say Wisconsin, Illinois, Michigan, somewhere <laughs> in that little triangle yeah. of states. Uh, but a few times they did live uh, podcasts from a cigar shop in Florida. Okay. And I was on that show a few oh, really? times as well. Okay, so you've been on a lot of them. I, I heard you on a couple of them also uh, since you've been on the show. And I would talk to you after and say, you're awesome, man. You're doing so much talking and stuff, and it's good. And how come you don't do it? And it's because me and Jonathan won't shut up. And oh, yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> Can't get a word in edgewise. Yeah. <laughs> but it's prepared me for marriage. So, you know, <laughs> oh, I'm ready. Oh, Jeez oh, oh, Louise. Oh, Heidi's going to. I just oh, yeah. stab you with the plastic you. fork. Uh, there was, we talked about this in your office uh, before the show started. Yes. Cigars and candy bars. It was awesome. Awesome. But the best part about that show wasn't even the show itself. It was the setup for the show as we're doing show prep because we kind of start tasting different candy bars. We had them cut up and we're smoking different cigars. And Dave gets to the point where he's got that sugar itch in the back of his neck. He's like, I need something to cleanse my palate what what could we use and i said oh i already thought of that and i reached in and grabbed a bag of potato chips and i slap it on the counter only one other time in my life have i ever seen him laugh that hard i mean we couldn't get anything done for 20 minutes he just kept looking at the chips and he burst out laughing there was candy all over the computer candy and potato chips oh so so we do the show but they worked they worked they worked well they so, worked well. Because we would have to do something in between the next cigar and everything. So we're doing the different candy bars, and we're doing potato chips in between, and we're laughing. And, and it's a good show. There's a snowstorm going on. Yep. And we're more than an hour into the show. The second hour starts. We, st- we start up again. Who comes walking through the d- door is Joe Ganascoli from The Sopranos. And he's listening to the show somewhere in New Hampshire an hour away. And he hears this going on, and he goes, oh, my God, it's a train wreck. And he says, i got to go there and save them. <laughs> so he comes in, and he walks in, and I says, oh, Joe Ganascoli just walking. Come on, grab the thing. And he says, I'm listening to the show for over an hour. He says, I came because I was close enough to come save you. This is ridiculous. You have to stop. <laughs> so it got into him on the rest of the show. But I um, keep hoping he shows up because him and I have a little past. Yes. So when I had a, a cigar shop in Brooklyn, he used to be a customer. We'll leave it at that. Yeah. Yeah. So you're, you're over an, a year and a half into this? Yeah. Uh, June will be two years. Two years. Two years. Yeah. So do you remember anything that was outstanding to you? The or drunk t- episode. Yeah. I enjoyed the drunk episode. Yeah. <laughs> Drinking and I've sleep. always enjoyed it. And these are the most requested ones are Dave's Office. We had Dave's Office yeah, yeah. 1, which yeah. we thought wasn't all that great, but it got a lot of requests for a second round. So we did Dave's Office 2. <clears throat> Even more requests, and we had to pull off Dave's Office 3. we got to do that again. Well, it's like what you were saying about the blog and its popularity. I mean, it's these articles that we do some kind of reveal or break some kind of news that, that kind of gain the traction. So I think with Dave's Office is where we kind of pull back the curtain, bring them behind the scenes, our audience, that is. All the crap that he has, has on that his exclusivity. Wall. Oh, it's awesome. Everything has yeah. a story. Right. There's, people don't realize this radio show is basically built on us sitting in that office and having these conversations. This This happens every day. We've been doing this for years in Dave's office. We put on the headsets, put up up the computer, and here we are. Literally the show about nothing. This is what happens all the time. What if we start recording this? Because at the beginning, we tried to actually make it a show, and then we said, okay, we can't really do this. We're not that professional. Right. Let's just do it what we normally do. All right, so so I got I got some low lights here. Yeah, uh, I was not a big fan of losing the pants off dance off, so I would like to have that as my number one <laughs> oh, my worst God. show. Yeah, you did. 
But but I don't think you did. I mean, I, I don't think I did either. I, I think, think there was the there hate. Was, the hate. <coughs> there were haters. They, they came. They came. They in showed droves. up in force and somehow force. got on the panel. It's yeah. like this Donald Trump thing, you know. There was collusion. There was a hundred percent collusion. There was, uh, because there was at a, the beginning he was running away with it, and then yeah. there's talk going on, and the judges, the next thing you know, Whispering, people are minusing points. Minusing yeah. points, yeah. You don't see that on Dancing with the Stars. There's no minusing of points. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was going to give you an 11, which is Im- impossible because we only go up to 10, but I'm going to take off seven points because uh, you, you showed off and you did an extra spin that your partner didn't do. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was crazy stuff. So When I think of the lowlights yeah. from the – Producer side, there's been a lot. Oh, yeah. We have evolved immensely from a technology standpoint. I don't standpoint. know about that. Oh, Barry, when we first started the show, the amount of equipment we oh, had was, ridiculous. Oh, yeah. was obnoxious. It was yeah. 300 pounds of gear right. that had to be dragged out. Right. I bought this stuff three times over. You think we got it down pat? It's still a lot of stuff. It's still a lot of stuff. We, I mean, do we have it down pat? 60% of the time it works every time. I did. Uh, <laughs> right. That's exactly right. I did a, a show with um, sports radio before that they came in and said, we want you as a guest uh, for sports radio yeah. for the whole show. My knowledge of sports is next to nothing. <laughs> and I'm like, he says, will you do it? And I said, of course I'll do it because I'm going to get some promo out of it or yeah. something. I'm going to end up doing it. But this is going to be bad. And, me, you know, uh, don't ask me anything about sports. Right. Right. And um, they brought this little box. They had a little thing going. And this was broadcasting on two stations live. Nothing. And the, Let and me the take host this was one, Yeah, it. you got this one. Let me take this one. <laughs> They're not doing video. They, do, they need that little box to plug in their microphone. Yeah, and so there was somebody in the studio. Radio, and yeah. they have that special little line that plugs in. And that if we were just radio, we would have no issues. But even professionals, we've got a local station here, Rock 101, when they do remotes, there's nothing but problems. People have problems with remotes in every single one of our shows. Every, it's not just remote, but it's audio, it's TV, yeah, it's yeah. a podcast. It's now, a lot. But seven, I, they're doing it directly to the radio station. So all they're doing is sending the information from where they are remotely to the radio station. And then that's where all the equipment Producers, is. Yeah. Correct. You're yeah. doing all the equipment yeah. right here. Now, the reason why we're doing it, and we used to bring it up all the time on there, because all the competitive shows that, that were going on at the time and still, is we are actually smoking. And seven stations that we did, we could easily walk into those studios and end up broadcasting from there. Not even once did we ever do it. We went on there and did some promos. And did someone else's show. Yeah. Yeah. But never ourselves because they wouldn't allow us to smoke in there. So we've never actually broadcast in a studio. Never. Mm. Because every single cigar show, even when I had bronchitis, it doesn't matter what, every show we light up. Yep. And we demand you light up along with us. And I bet you anything... The smokiest rooms in the state were radio station booths. In the day. 20 oh. years ago and, and oh, further. Absolutely. Right? Absolutely. So I do the radio for the Patriots and retired now. Gil Santos was the play-by-play guy. And he smoked cigarettes. In every stadium, he would light up. And, I mean, this is just going back a few years ago. And he would get, you know, knocks on the glass. Put that effing thing out and getting screamed at and. Middle remember, finger flying. I remember one I'm story. He, uh, he asked me for the media guide, and I'm like, okay. So he gets the media guide, and I'm like, why do you want it? He's like, so I can look this effer's name up and call him off on air. Oh, <laughs> yeah. nice. Yeah, yeah. So, but, I mean, that, he was from that day of radio where you That's smoked yeah. everywhere. I mean, yeah. Yeah, not anymore, though. So, well, yeah. only here. Only I here. Should say here. We're going to still do it. And we'll do it wherever we have to do it. If we have to do it in my office, have to do it in my house, whatever they're going to throw at us, <laughs> we're going to end up doing it. How about the Madonna Delicava? Oh. 
the Italian feast. feast we did. You weren't there for that. I'm oh, not. How was? How am I not there for I that? I don't know. I what don't happened know. There. That's sacrilege. <clears throat> that was uh, a little bit of a train wreck, but we got. We were able to pull through it. Dave, what'd you have me try? Was it a? Uh... Oh, there was some gross triper. Tripe. Yeah, Some yeah. stomach of some You've kind. never had tripe? I'm like, I don't know what tripe is. Oh, you got to try it. I'm like, this is bad. And he you told me what that, it was. Yeah, you know that it's bad when he doesn't get a helping of it. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. Dave, Dave actually doesn't eat a million things. Right. Yeah. So that's not But I eat a lot of what I like. It's easy to list <laughs> right. the, the groups of foods that he eats. If it's made by hostess, he's Yankee he's doodles, sunny doodles, <laughs> Susie Q's. It can be called pizza. He'll eat it unless yeah. it has pork on it. There's no such it. thing as bad pizza. There's great pizza and good pizza. There's no, that's it. No, there's, there's some, some bad, bad pizza. pizza. Yeah, there. we agree. there's some bad pizza. I've never had one. But tripe is fabulous. Don't down tripe. Tripe is awesome. No. Yes. No. Oh, I love it. It was no. good till I found out you, what it was. You <laughs> liking it doesn't make it good. All over the world, they eat tripe probably 100 times more than they eat filet mignon. You know what? They eat the testicles <laughs> off of a sheep. It doesn't mean that I am craving They're delicious. that. delicious. You've got to cut them real high. That's the trick. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the more sack, the more flavor. That's oh, it. boy. That's what yeah. it is. That was Rocky <laughs> Mountain Oysters. Rocky mm. Mountain Oysters. That's it. Tripe about, is the, the, the lining of the stomach of a cow. Over the oyster. Right? Tripe is the lining of a stomach, yes. And it acts as a sponge, so you put the tomato sauce in it, and it absorbs it. Uh, yeah, it's not quite that easy. So it's, it's very tough, and you have, to, so yeah. you have to rinse it a couple times. So you boil it, and then get rid of that water, clean it, boil it again, get mm. rid of that water. And then the third time, that water you can use and add tomatoes to that and cook it for about three hours. It's, it's a peasant food, though, right? It's you, a, that's why they eat it. But again, you go all over... We're talking about Latino food here today. If you go to any of the street food places where they have the Mexican food, they do tripe burritos, tripe tortas, yeah. all over, the, and they're amazing. I mean, they're amazing. Or you could take a different part of the cow called steak, and you <laughs> put it on a flat iron, and yes. you just you just braise it on both sides, and you eat it while it's still pink in the middle. Not and that's a party. Not everybody in this world was as fortunate as as us to grow up in the U.S. and only eat steak. But most of the world eats the other stuff that they can't afford. That's the, most of the world, that's the case. Mm. I don't know. You just, we, we didn't grow up on it, okay? You didn't grow up on it, so you're not used to it. That's it. That's, that's, hey, Chuck. God's honest hey, Dave. Truth. You think you can do uh, the, uh, the debonair <laughs> thing right from where right. you're sitting? Absolutely. All right, let's do it. You need a gentleman. <laughs> gentleman. I'm a gentleman. Gentlemen, <laughs> you wouldn't want to call me gentleman. Ladies, fasten your seatbelts, switch on your electronic devices, and pump up the volume. You need a gentleman. And this is the gentleman's way. It's brought to you by Debonair Cigars and Rum. Debonair Cigars provide its clients with suspension of reality. Time spent smoking a debonair can never be subtracted from one's life. Today, gentlemen, be nice to everyone, especially if they are being rude to you, because you never know what kind of day they are having or what the circumstances are that led them to their current attitude. An example, I recently heard a story about a man named Jake riding a subway car. He was the only one riding for a while because it was a late Tuesday night near the end of the line. Another man gets on with two small children. Jake noticed that the man had a rather sour look on his face, and the kids were being very poorly behaved. They jumped from seat to seat, were loud, and treated the car like it was a jungle gym. 
Jake was on his way home from a very long day at the office and was riding all the way to the other end of the line. At each stop, Jake was praying that the man and his miniature devils would get off, but they stayed on, and the kids were getting more and more out of control. At the halfway point, Jake finally had enough and approached the man with the scowl. Do you think you could please get your kids under control, he asked, baffled that this dude would just let his kids act like that in this uh, public environment. Sure. The man looked up from his days and replied, I'm so sorry. We just came from the hospital where their mother just passed away, and I haven't figured out how to tell them yet. I will get them under control, and I'm sorry if they were bothering you. Jake experienced what is called a paradigm shift at that very moment. Suddenly, the kid's behavior didn't seem so off the wall or out of that control anymore since they were about to hear news that would take away their desire to play for a long time. Consider Jake the next time you think about ripping someone into a new one because you never know what kind of day they're having. The question is, are you debonair enough to be debonair enough? There we go, huh? I think I could pull that one off, Chuck. You brought a tear to my eye there. But you didn't know it. You didn't know it is is the key there. So uh, thanks to our friends from Debonair to do it. Looking quickly at my phone while you were doing that. uh, Shout out to Victor Vitale, who's listening in. Nick Perdomo, Steve Saka. Uh, Doug Lowry from Davidoff. I'm, uh, lots and lots of friends that are texting in and saying they listen to the show. Congratulations. Isn't that cool? Thank you for that. It is. It's absolutely. So uh, you got a mailbag uh, on uh, Devin I Air certainly do. What is this? Uh, I got one uh, following message submitted through the Contact Us page of thecigarauthority.com. Mr. Jonathan, thank you, sir, for toasting my buddy Keith on last week's show. I was touched that you did, in fact, do that, and can't thank you enough. Love the show. You guys, all of you. Are great. Keep smoking, Vic. Including you. Including me. That was a little shout out to uh, some one of our listeners who passed away uh, last week. So a member uh, of the care package as well. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So does that open up a spot? The answer is no. Not until December. But our thoughts here. Wait. On, quick question for yes. you, Dave. While I'm up here, before I go back to the other side of the board here, question for you. And I'm not sure if we've discussed this on or off here. As far as the care package goes. Yes. What about doing a blind cigar? And having our audience play yes. along with us. Let's do that. Yes. Let's do that. Dun, dun, dun. The, the uh, care package <laughs> went out for April, obviously, yep. already. So uh, maybe we can squeeze it in, in May unless we're filled up already. Um, I'm not sure what the list for May yeah, is. Yeah, so, so I'm going to do We a could do blind a blind cigar. cigar that we've had in the Cigar Authority care package and run a contest to see ah, if anyone can ah. guess which one it is and not talk about what the actual cigar is on the show. Just smoke it, go through the tasting blind profile. C- blind cigar and then again. They, because they know that they've smoked it already. They absolutely did. Yeah. Huh? Uh, come on. Uh, 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 there we go. We got, <laughs> that's a collective bell right there. Boom. And this is how we do it. This is how we do it. So, uh, Garofalo, good? Fantastic. I mean, right in my wheelhouse. It's a medium. I would put it at the higher end of medium, but uh, flavor, like you said, it's got that nutty profile, walnut almost. But yeah. Buttery smooth. I mean, this is just its a great medium. cigar. I don't know if I'd call this medium. i call this mild to medium. Well, I, you're, you're a stronger man than I am, clearly. I, I agree. Before the release yeah. of uh, the re-release of Habano, Connecticut, this, I believed, was the best cigar that Nick had ever made. And now with the Habano, mm-hmm. it's right up there. I go back and forth between the two, trying to figure out which one I like better. So you got to try them both. Yeah, try, try them both. You decide. I smoke this all the time. My name's on it, so <laughs> it's just a go-to for me uh, automatically. But uh, great job. Uh, I couldn't be more proud to 
have my name on it. So uh, great job there, Nick, for us. Right now we're going to go to break. And uh, when we come back, what's up in the cigar world? More to eat, drink, and smoke. It's the freaking Catalina Wine Mixer. It's the Cigar Authority's 6th anniversary show. We're live at Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire. And you're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Radio Network. And when you happen to be smoking your Garofalo Robusto, always remember, keep the lid end out of your mouth. I finally found a cigar magazine that I like. No, no, love. It's called Cigar Journal. What's so great about Cigar Journal is that it's all about cigars and none of the nonsense that you see in other magazines. It has stories, reviews, and the latest news about premium cigars. You're going to be impressed. Cigar Journal has beautiful images, great editorials, and it's strictly for the cigar enthusiast or, get this, passionado. Cigar Journal covers cigars in the U.S. and around the world and is printed right here in the USA. Cigar Journal, available at your local cigar retailer and on the web at www.cigarjournal.co. That's cigarjournal.co. Savor this moment, the sparks of conversation, the anticipation of that first draw. Savor the story shared over a cigar like this. A cigar that makes this moment classic. The Avo Classic. Savor a composition of handcrafted Dominican leaf, graced with notes of 25-year-old tobacco. Richly complex, yet remarkably smooth. Savor a harmony of creamy, balanced flavors. A duet of two cigar virtuosos. Jazz and cigar legend Avo Uvesian and master blender Hendrik Kellner. A cigar meant to be shared with friends old and new. The Avo Classic. Savor every note. Visit your local tobacconist or see the complete Avo line at avo.com. Founded in 1989 by Mariana and Nestor Miranda. Miami Cigar and Company proudly celebrates their 25th anniversary with the release of their flagship brand, the Nestor Miranda Collection. Made in Esteli, Nicaragua by Don Pepin Garcia, the collection is available in three distinct wrappers aimed to please even the toughest critic. Nestor Miranda Collection. You only get one life. How will you live yours? In 2013, Boutique Blend Cigars released Aging Room Quattro, which was the number one cigar in the USA that year, according to Cigar Aficionado. Now, Rafael Nodel, the man behind the Aging Room Small Batches, has released La Boheme. La Boheme is a line that unites Rafael's three most important passions in life, music, Cuba, and cigars. But perhaps the most unique part of creating La Boheme is the way in which Raphael blended this masterpiece. As a Cuban immigrant who came to the USA in a little boat when he was only 15 years old, Raphael had many memories of his native Cuba, but none as strong as the aroma of the Cuban cigars his grandfather used to smoke every day in that little park next to his house. Raphael blended countless combinations of different tobaccos and had other people smoke them, 
He would sit back and savor the aromas until one particular blend finally matched his memories. The same aroma of those Cuban cigars his grandfather smoked. La Boheme, a Dominican cigar with a Cuban soul. This is the Cigar Authority. I'm kind of a big deal. The authority on everything cigar. You will respect my authority. Featuring cigar liberties from every major cigar brand. We have with us Christian Aroa. Rocky Patel. Victor Vitale. Eric Hansen. Oh my God, I can't believe it. Nick Perdomo. Ladies and gentlemen, Steve Saka. Is Jesus Fuego. Joe Cusano. WWE Hall of Famer, Nikolai Volkov. It's the rock star, Pete Johnson. Jorge Padron. With your host, David Garofalo. That's me. This is the guy behind the guy behind the guy. And his friends. That's you. It's time for the Cigar Authority. Cigar Authority. Cigar Authority. The Cigar Authority. The Cigar Authority. The one and only Cigar Authority. We are the Cigar Authority. The Cigar Authority. Damn it, motherfuckers, it's the Cigar Authority. And there's a blast from the past, and we're back with our number two broadcasting live from the La Flor Dominicana Cigar Studios. We got a second cigar for our audience. We're going to light up, and we got cigar news. What's up in the cigar world? My flavors of the Avo last week went viral. I got another one for you. We'll see if lightning can strike twice. Welcome back, everybody, to the sixth anniversary of the Cigar Authority. And you're listening to the Cigar Authority, the only radio show in the U.S. and, yes, the world that is always broadcast on location, and we are the only show that doesn't just allow smoking. We insist, we demand that you light up along with us. You tune in at thecigarauthority.com where you can watch us live or catch the podcast on demand at any time. Simply find us on iTunes, YouTube, or Podbean where you can set it and forget it. Let me tell you about the Garofalo Cigar and all Perdomo cigars. They all are finger burners. Every single one, no matter which one, and you can even take his bundle brand, it doesn't matter what it is, I don't know what he does, but they never get bitter at the end. No. They can go all the way down. All the way. Yeah, all Absolutely. the way down. So I'm going to put that one down. Put that cigar down. Put that one down. We'll take one down, pass it all around. And Chuck, if you would, we have a studio audience Absolutely. here. Let's give them all a cigar, too. And uh, take one for yourself, Chuck. And uh, this is the La Gianna Maduro, Barry Stein. What do we got? Well, launched 21 years ago when Dave's daughter Gianna was born, the original La Gianna Havana was so well-received by Dave's customers, the cigar got a line extension in the Medora wrapper. The cigar is rounded out by Honduran binder and filler, and it creates an instant classic the way Medora cigars used to be and should be. It's available in seven sizes, ranging in price from four fifty nine to seven ninety nine. and today we are going to smoke the Torpedo. Yeah, yeah. baby. So this was uh, before Gianna was even born. I needed a cigar to pass out to my customers because I was having my first and only child. And um, Did you know at the time it was your only child? I didn't know, but uh, we knew we were having a child. Okay. And um, they're going to, you know, might as well put her name on it. We knew it was going to be a girl. And You had uh, some weird name if it was going to be a boy like Giuseppe. Or Bruno. 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 <laughs> Bruno. Uh, which, uh, which is a dog's name. No, it is not. It's Bruno San Martino. It's absolutely a dog's Bru- name. Bruno no San offense to anyone named Bruno. I'm just, that's what I had Bruno, a dog growing isn't up. Bruno Mars? As a kid. Yep. I'm not impressed by that. Well, he is quite the here, uh, Bruno. singer. Here, boy. No way. <laughs> Bruno San Works Martino, much the, the living legend of professional wrestling. Uh, I got nothing. Anyway, 
It was going to be Bruno. Thank God it wasn't for her sake. But um, geez, big, I hope big, you I still tried to big pull dog. off Mastiff, right? Oh like yeah, Mastiff big dog. Rottweiler. Yeah. Go ahead. So um, we we did a Connecticut nickname version. Was Stain, by the way, his nickname was Stain. I'll just leave it at that. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Oh my God, Good dog. <laughs> um, so uh, it went very well because they were actually free. So everybody loved yep. them, and I thought they loved them because they were so great. Uh, they were made by the folks. It was called the company was called Carib at the time, and this was before there was a Camacho, and it was the folks of Camacho. And later on, I said, let's make a. Did Christian go back that far? It wasn't. It was before Christian. Really? Christian wow. was a was a child. No kidding. Twenty one years ago. I don't know how old he was, but he wasn't old enough. He was a few years younger than I am. So, Kareeb, that that goes back to nineteen ninety five. Well, he still like qualifies two. as being okay, old. Ninety two. That ninety four. Ninety four. October fourth, ninety four. Yeah. So he was like he was literally like sixteen, seventeen years old. Yeah. So uh, we did it with Sal Fontana, the late great Sal Fontana. And did La Gianna with us, and uh, now La Gianna Maduro, now Davidoff. So uh, great cigar for the kind of for the price of it. And uh, Davidoff makes this, yes, really through their through their Honduran company. Yeah, yes. So uh, let's give it a, a cut and light. It's time to cut our cigar. The official cutting is brought to you by our friends at Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo is the brand. While all other cigar brands were raising prices, it was Perdomo that cut out the federal S-chip tax, and actually lowered them. They lowered their prices. Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, and excellence. Excellence. And I would say value. Mm. The Perdomo, best, best value in the industry right they, now. They have a value company. No question. No question. So for what they make, great cigars. So this is a torpedo. So a lot of people say, where do we cut on a torpedo? So he, he, the torpedo goes down. You get your choice of what your yeah, engage is. You, if you are someone who likes to smoke a Lancero, don't complain if uh, the, the cigar shop you shop in doesn't carry Lanceros because that size doesn't sell. You still can have the sensation of a Lancero by cutting a torpedo higher up on the point. And a cooler burning cigar because the thicker a cigar becomes the cooler it burns so torpedo was the way to go usually the, the most expensive in the line but it's the workmanship that, that get put into yep. making a torpedo and uh davidoff not a lot of torpedoes not a lot of torpedoes but one of their biggest selling ones is the davidoff short uh short the, uh, perfecto. perfecto yep short perfecto and they also have the special tea Fresh that's tea. correct dave there seems to be a growing movement when cutting a torpedo at least in the online community to cut the torpedo at an angle yeah, I was going to ask that, too. Do you cut it straight? I do. do. you go for the angle? Nope, straight. 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 I don't know if I've ever done it on an angle. I've done it on an angle. I, 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 it's a little gimmicky. It was, I mean, you, it was messy. It's a little messy, I guess. Yeah. You guys talking about the same thing? No. No. Okay. <laughs> oh, I was still talking about the cigar, you <laughs> sick bastard. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we, um, we have a contender's pack that's out there right now, Barry. What's going on? Well, right now, this sponsor's uh, deal, sponsor's sponsor's deal, deal yes. is uh, it's a Room 101 sponsor's deal with some cigars that have significant age on them. Mm. So if you're a fan of the line and you like the original releases, you can't miss on this deal, Twenty nine ninety nine. And there's some left, believe and it or not. And there's a few left. It's unbelievable. I thought this thing would, would have been gone in a day or so. Uh, we only let you get one, so... Uh, should wrap it up because Monday it changes. Right. Monday the deal is going to change. Do we know what that is? It becomes a La Flor Dominicana deal. Nine cigars. Ooh. 
this, the bands have the original La Flor Dominicana logo on them, so they're part of an age selection. You're going to get a Salomon. You're going to get two A's, and those alone surpass the price, which is forty nine ninety nine. Okay, the two the two single cigars surpassed the, the whole double, price of the whole nine cigars. Double A sold at sixteen when they released the okay. Salomon. Sold depending on the year of the release from eighteen to twenty five. Wow, deal. So there it is, and what we try to do is run a good deal for our sponsors who help sponsor our show because without that, we would not have any show. And uh, let's give the cigar a light first, and then I'm going to go to uh, the um, uh, mentioning all our sponsors. That We're going to light our cigar today with the Vertigo Slider. It retails for $29.99, which is a small, small price given the fact that it is a full metal jacket. You have a flawless spring action to open and light the cigar. It does light every single time and features a flip-out bullet punch at the bottom. The Vertigo slider, $29.99. Vertigo's uh, firing on all cylinders here, really happening. Yeah, Um, Yeah, it's a nice lighter. Vertigo's lighter was the one showcased at the uh, Havana Festival uh, in Cuba last month. And um, I believe being the first um, U.S. product... Uh, to go there. Cool. <clears throat> nice. So we'll see what this cigar is all about. Uh, I've had it so many times. Um, there's early um, flavors of raisin. Mocha. I don't know about mocha, but back to um, the pup tot, not the pup tot, but toast. Not buttered. Toast with raisins. 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 Raisin toast. Raisin toast. <laughs> You've outdone yourself. I'm getting a little pepper up front. I like that. That's, raisins um, in my toast. Raisin toast with pep- black pepper? Maybe a little. You're not getting any pepper up front? I absolutely spice? hate you because now all I can taste is freaking raisin toast. Toast. <laughs> You're out of control. Raisin toast. You and Chuck have entirely too much time on your hands. Is that exact? It's exact. Come on. It's very good. Uh, yes. Raisin toast. I agree. Very good. Raisin toast there. It sounded like Frankie Valley. It is. Okay. No, it is not. I don't know who it is, but it's, it's raisin toast, and that's what it tastes like. And, uh, and I nailed it. You nailed it. So that's what we got there. Barry, what's up in the cigar world? Sorry, that's my delay, Barry. I'm sorry. It's time for What's What's Up up? in the Cigar World, brought to you by Recluse Cigars. You want to know what's up? Recluse Cigars is what's up. Voted the 2015 Cigar of the Year is the Recluse Amadeus Reserva Habano. Every Recluse cigar goes through eight, count them, eight fermentation cycles over the course of two full years. They are box-pressed and rolled N2-bar for a perfect draw every time. If you haven't done it yet, be sure to try a Recluse cigar today. This week saw three new trademarks filed for in the cigar industry. First, Espinosa Cigars filed for Espinosa Crema. Dave, this will make you scratch your head. Okay. Tropical Tobacco, the parent company of Casa Fernandez, filed for Indian Head. Trouble. 
There's a oh, lawsuit right problems. there. Yeah. Don't you check to see if a name is available before you file for a patent? Well, the problem is Indian Head Cigar mm. never filed for the trademark. You can't oh, do it. But they have that first, is not debonair. Right, but they have first use. So I'm sure the lawyers will be handling that. Why even do it? Yeah. They're doing it because on, all of us. I hate that. Yeah, it's crazy. Be and original. Like, you know what they're doing it for? Pro- it's like someone back in the 90s buying a domain like Nike.com before Nike got it so they could sell it to them. The only yeah. person that wins is the lawyer. But keeping up with not filing for a trademark, a lever cigar company has filed for Master Blends. And never had it before. No, and that cigar has been out for a long time. Eight, ten years. How many? I, I remember one, two, three. I don't remember any after that. Right. It stopped after three. The okay. first two had laser etchings on the tobacco leaf. Right. And then on the third one, they stopped that because there was too much uh, damage to the tobacco. I think, just a guess, that they're covering all bases right now. They're crossing their T's. They're dotting their I's. They're making sure all their trademarks are all set because of acquisition. So when they right, sell. Right, right, Just a thought. Just a guess, an educated guess, but go ahead. And in industry news, Steve Socker announced this week in an email to retailers that he has finalized a blend on an unplanned Vitola in the Sober Mesa line called the Short Churchill or Churchill Corto. I got in trouble for that, by the way, Barry Stein. I gave that information, and I I probably wasn't supposed to, and then I explained that it's good advertising and you'll be paying for it soon, and uh, I guess he... Agreed. But. Uh, he also went on to announce that he began working with a Connecticut Broadleaf uh, that was originally supposed to be called Todos Los Dios. However, trademark issues have scrapped that name, and he hopes to introduce that cigar at IPCPR. Is Two that a-, a food thing? Todos Los Dios? Is that food? It's no, a- that, all the days. Oh, it sounds mm-hmm. like... Like a toasted you thing. You really are unbelievable Doesn't with it sound the Spanish, like, Tony. I know, man. <coughs> really good. It sounds like a, um, a French bread sliced with, the, with something on, on the thing. <laughs> Total Suas Diaz. Mm. You, you go for it. it. Yeah. <laughs> it and, uh, oh, that's good. Yeah. <laughs> two items of note this week involving Drew Estate. This week, Drew Estate announced the opening of the Drew Estate Lounge inside the BB&T Center, which is home to the NHL Florida Panthers which now means both NHL teams in Florida have cigar lounges. That's awesome. awesome. And it was also announced this week. You went week- with us, Chuck, right? Did you go? Of course, man. Yes. That was an awesome experience. Watch I mean, a hockey game, smoking a cigar nothing live. Bad. Nothing bad. And then after it was over, everybody's leaving, and it's open bar still, and we stayed hours after that. One thing is better than watching a hockey game while smoking a cigar, and that's watching a baseball game while smoking a cigar. Just which, saying. Which you can do in Detroit with Asylum <laughs> Cigars. Oh. Oh. You can smoke a cigar in Detroit at the ball. You can also have a cigar lounge inside. Oh, that's I think it's awesome. America Park. That's great. They do as well at Tropicana Field where you can not only watch the game, but you can shoot billiards, smoke cigars, and drink all in the same place. It's great. That's unbelievable. Yeah. There we go. Add one more and you got a perfect trifecta. There we go. Oh, and you can eat two. You can oh, eat two. Oh, okay, good, yeah. good, good. Let's go. <laughs> <And> <laughs> <make it> sure. <laughs> finally, it was announced that Drew Estate has begun selling and distributing Phil Zangi's debonair and Indian motorcycle cigars. The move, which was announced in January, became official this past week. And that was up in go. the cigar industry. What's up in the cigar world was brought to you by Recluse Cigars. The Recluse Amadeus Habano Reserva uses grade A Ecuadorian Habano wrapper, a San Andreas binder, a Dominican Lajero Seco, and Pennsylvanian Broadleaf filler tobaccos, which create a blend we call the Cigar of the Year. Recluse Cigars is What's Up? 
And a special thanks to the companies that support the Cigar Authority. Why we're on the air and how we're able to, to do it is uh, our first, uh, in the, actually in order here, is Hammer and Sickle. First ones to come on board. They were a new company six years ago and uh, jumped on right on right the board. So thank you to them. The folks at, at Diamond Crown, thank you to them. Debonair, Aging Room, Vertigo Lighters, Asylum, Davidoff, Avo, two commercials, Davidoff yeah. and Avo. So a company out there, you got a couple of brands. Yes, the answer is yes, you can advertise both of them and buy commercials. Absolutely. It's a good idea. Uh, Recluse, Perdomo, Nesta Miranda, Jose Dominguez, Classic Cigars, Fleur de Lorraine, Garofalo, Two Guys Smoke Shop. That's right, I buy an ad. Um, and La Fleur Dominicana yeah. Cigars. That's so, big. Thank you for all of them for the, for the support. Uh, and um, you could help us. You, the listener, could help us by setting it and forgetting it, automatically downloading the show to help our numbers, because helping the numbers <coughs> help the advertisers. Uh, like us on Facebook. Follow us on Facebook or whatever you do on Facebook. What do you like us or follow yeah. us? Like us. Both. You become friends and you like and follow. Okay. Because I have more people liking me and following me personally mm. than as the Cigar Authority. Yeah, you do. Yeah. But it shouldn't be, right? Because we're all the Cigar Authority, so it should, we should all add up together. to. Well, be- technically, I have more people following me on Facebook than you do, but... That's a different thing. I'm, cre- I'm creeping up there. I'm getting a lot of friend requests that I don't personally know, but you know, sometimes they're just like those fake porn ones that you mm. just you know stay away from. Whoa, but- you stay away from those? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, these ones are cigar I smokers. S- I send them money every time they ask. <laughs> so I'm happy to uh, support brothers and sisters of the leaf. So poor strippers I- trying to put themselves through college. Oh. You know, <laughs> I dial their 800 numbers when they ask you. Yeah, <laughs> they ask. Yeah, you, I get so a lot yeah. of friend requests from the cigar authority still. Yeah, good, yeah. good. And uh, review us. Review us on YouTube, iTunes, Podbeam, wherever. Review us, good or bad. Yep. But throw some reviews on there. Why do you got to say good or bad? Because they're the, going to do, do it anyway. Yeah, they're yeah. going to do it anyway. So. Just encourage them to do the good ones. So, <laughs> and, and YouTube. They want to subscribe to our YouTube channel. Which isn't a lot of people that do that, too. So, yeah, subscribe us on YouTube. But I, I think this is an audio show. It's not, we don't move around. There's nothing happening. We actually talked about that the other day. Yeah, the maybe I, yeah. change. Put a I don't know if you treadmill? should but Did we get a treadmill? Yeah, let's do a show. <laughs> yeah, on a oh, God. With us on treadmills. Forget the it. show will last about four minutes long. And Here's what would happen, really. EMT standing Next by. thing you know, our laundry's piled on top of it. <laughs> right. Yeah, just like at home. <laughs> Barry, before we get into your question, uh, I do have a mailbag concerning the question of the week. Okay. Uh, submitted through the Contact Us page, and David writes, not this David, a different David. I had to clarify the reason for my vote for Arnold in this week's poll. I was torn between Ron Perlman and the ex-governor, uh, but that Hellboy lights his cigars with a Zippo was by far a faux pas that any cigar smoker worth his salt would agree is unforgivable. Also, the others on the list may have used a cigar as a prop in a movie, but are not public on their cigar love. I mean, Will Smith even has a song lyric where he admits, just bite it, just for the look, I don't light it. And that's a double sin, chewing and slobbering on a stick, and don't even light it up, so you throw away a perfectly fine cigar. So this is... I I was watching uh, Rocky, the original Rocky. It was on one of the TV stations, and they had audience shots. 
<coughs> so cool to see all the cigar smokers. Oh, yeah. <coughs> D- during the fight yeah. itself. Yeah. yeah the, the, the old some days, lit, some to, unlit, but yeah. yeah. In the old days, man, that's how it used to be. That was it. So what did, what did the people end up picking for? Well, best? last week we asked the best smoking tough guy in movies, and the winner, hands down, was uh, Clint Eastwood from The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly, who got over 30% of the vote. Second was Al Pacino and Scarface, and third was a write-in vote. Ah. And I know Kruk just got his hopes up, but it was but it for did. Jack Nicholson in A Few oh. Good Men. Oh, really? Oh. That's- that's a good one. Croc, Croc was shooting for somebody we didn't have in there, which was a, somebody that was on the show, which should have been a, actually added to it, which was Amanda Sante. Yeah. Amanda Sante, who uh, is a big cigar smoker. Yes, big, he is. Big. Well, what movie did he smoke a cigar in? All of them? <laughs> I don't know that he does in the movies. Yeah, I couldn't re- think of one. And when I researched cigar smoking in movies, unfortunately, Armand didn't come up. But then again, neither did Jack Nicholson. And See, he and smoked in a few good men. We know that Stallone smoked cigars, but I'd be hard-pressed to think of a movie that he smokes a cigar in. Because in Commando, it was Arnold that smoked it, right? Right. Yeah. But didn't he smoke a, uh, a cigar in, what was it? Not the Expendables? Untouchable. Expendables. Maybe he did, yes. Mm. Good call. So when you look... I want to change my vote then. I want to vote Stallone. So you were really looking at the character, not necessarily the person itself. Correct. Character. I was looking for stills from movies... That showed an actor smoking a cigar. Okay. And the results I got wound up being the choices in the question. Okay. But you got a lot of write-ins. Got a lot of write-ins, the majority of which were for Jack Nicholson. Somebody wrote in for uh, Hannibal, but the Hannibal in the A-Team movie didn't smoke because the studio wouldn't allow it. He, he, I, I heard that he didn't want to, that the actor didn't want to, okay. that he was fighting them along the way. I think we were reporting that as it was happening, which... Uh, Whatever. I was never a fan anyway. A-Team? A huge fan of the yeah. original A-Team yeah. when um, he actually smoked on the, on right. the TV show. George Papard. George Papard. I was drawing a blank. Yeah. No, it was never my thing. Uh, next week, we're going to do uh, Room 101 with Cigar 101. So uh, you're going to learn a little about cigars. Um, I know you hate learning anything on this show. You won't hit, learn all that much, but uh, tune in next week, and we'll smoke Room 101 and learn about uh, 101. We'll go back to uh, April 30th. We're going to tell you uh, we got the folks from Asylum that are going to be here on the show. And um, we will um, tell you all about the winner, winner, chicken dinner. Do you know about this, Tom Grella? Yes. You do know about it. <laughs> yes, I do. So we do have some tickets left. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. It's a, it's a Can you chick- not say the S word this time? You swear every time you do the commercial. All right. Please. It's a chicken poop party Wednesday, April 27, 2016, here at Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, right where we're in. We're going to cage off that area, and we're going to let a chicken roam around if he goes on, <laughs> if he goes on your <laughs> number, <laughs> you win. <laughs> Um, and you win a box of Asylum Cigars. So it is a uh, chicken dinner with all the fixings. Uh, asylum Cigars, you'll get two of them, and it's only 20 bucks. So we're looking for 50 people. We're probably a little better than halfway there, but we need 50 people because there's 50 spots. I don't want to have them have to go yeah, to different no spots. No empty spots. No empty spots. We've got to fill this one up. So uh, that's one of the things coming up. Uh, we also have um, Rob Weiss coming up for... Um, uh, live show. He's B.G. <coughs> Meyer. He's also the producer Entourage. of Entourage and Ballers, Ballers. Yeah. along yeah. with other things. And, and we're going to try to see if we can get some get the Cigar Authority in some upcoming movie. Oh, yes. yeah, baby. We'll see if we can pull that off. 
Um, I am going to not be here on the May 7th show because uh, I'll Vacation. be at, I'll Which, be, by the way, uh, as far Gianna's as graduation. early hits and growing into a big number, the episode that you weren't on was huge. It was twice as many downloads as uh, our average shows without you. Just letting you know. It, yeah. was, it was number eight on the list for shows for the year. What was? The show that Dave wasn't here. I think they so wanted to see how the last train wreck it, it just be. Yeah, it just missed the top five. <laughs> really? So, um, so just, just in, I got a, uh, a text uh, from my wife letting me know an update. Uh, I told you about American Airlines. And Do you have to say their name? I say it, Go ahead. I say it in a very negative way. Okay. Don't fly American Airlines. But FYI, American Airlines just called during the show to let us know that they are working on a resolution for us. Um, getting some sort of compensation and to say happy anniversary. This is American Airlines saying happy anniversary. They're listening. American Airlines, do the right thing. Yep. But already I'm going to say a big negative to you because you didn't do the right thing immediately. And a lot of time has passed. Maybe the weekend goes by and then you do the right thing. And that's okay. You didn't do it immediately. But now it's weeks and weeks. It's very, very hard even after you do the right thing because you did the wrong thing and you actually had to make me fight for the right thing. Just yep. do the right thing. I got a question Your customer for service is the worst I've ever seen on not just any airline, but anything. On yeah. this planet. I think they should give free first class tickets to anywhere we want to go for everybody on the show. We? <laughs> How to turn it into a we? Well, you know. Once a Be cigar blogger, always a cigar blogger. It's, if it's free, it's for Barry. <laughs> yeah. Dave, here, as a business owner, here's a question for you. All right? I, I, when this call came in, the complaint came into American Airlines, right? I'm sure it was to some customer service rep who was reading off a script. And they can't deviate off said script. And maybe it goes to their supervisor. But the, the issue is whenever you have a challenge with a company, and I'm using the word challenge very... I look at it as an opportunity, a bad thing, as an opportunity to do the right thing and turn it around Definitely. and make me a raging fan of American Airlines for doing the right thing. It's not like you the... were looking for free tickets. You paid no. for the tickets. Now, the right they, now they're hemming and hawing over whether they're going to refund you of for tickets you, you didn't use. Do I have to say thank you if they end up doing the right no, thing? Absolutely I don't know. I want to not. say thank you. Just do the right thing. Do it so I can stop talking about this and fly some other airline. Because I'm not going to be happy with free airline tickets. It means I have to fly with them. I'm not happy to fly with them. I, I'm going to go around the long way not to fly with you. Yeah. And I hate to say this, but I, gotta, I'm, I had a problem with American Airlines years ago. They didn't even have a resolution phone line. After trying, 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 trying. Oh, I'm sorry. We don't have a, a place for you to make a complaint or to have something resolved. We don't have it. You can write in. Yeah, it's kind of like They had me write in. Yeah. It's like Facebook. Like a letter. A, that goes in a spiral uh, yeah. file cabinet, right? That's exactly what happens. That's exactly what happened in my situation. Facebook does that. They have an advertising platform, and you cannot contact anyone. Like physically over the phone. It's all through email. It's kind of frustrating. Yeah. Well, that's better than nothing, than yeah. write a letter to American Airlines. It's all we have. For I think sir. customer service is everything. I mean, it's like, Dave, we talk. I mean, yes. I don't want to go off topic here too much, but you're a business. I mean, you know, listen, it's at the end of the day, it's what matters most. Look at you, Zappos and other companies. Do you, do you have a. Uh, I got a letter uh, from somebody and I responded to them instead of. They just asked a quick question of um, was it the care package? something and it was a yes or no question it was a short one-line question to me mm. and the answer was no and I wrote no 
And that was it, and I sent it. And this guy wrote back and says, what kind of customer service is this? Is this how you talk back to somebody? Blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, holy God. And I wrote back to him and said, I'm sorry I was short. The answer is no, but how are you? Uh, You know, (laughs) I don't know what to say. (laughs) Normally I don't answer my saver for the show, but... Yeah. You know, the guy listened to the show. On the show, I said no. He wrote to me again. I said no again. Not to keep bringing the same thing up and having the same thing on a show over and over. The answer was no. And I mean, I, nobody maybe, likes no. So no. <laughs> is there a nicer way to say no than just saying no? Yeah, maybe no. you just say, uh, hi, Jim. Thanks for your question. The answer is no. Best regards, Dave. Yeah. <coughs> or, I apologize, this, however, yeah. Not at this time is a soft <laughs> no. Turn this into a debonair segment. Yeah. You could. Could. Yeah, Maybe could. we will. Yeah. So, loving the La Giana yeah. Maduro. It's got a, a raisiny quality to it. Toasty, Here raisiny. This is what it is. Check this. Raisin. Raisin. Raisin toast. Come on, Jonathan. Raisin My toast. Raisin toast. Raisin toast. Raisin toast. It's only aggravating because it's so accurate. <laughs> That's why it's aggravating. If he was a little bit off. I've smoked it enough to know it's raisin toast, and that's it. Uh. Wrote a song about it. <laughs> Wrote a song about it. <clears throat> All right, we're going to take a break, and when we come back, um, we have uh, three guys here for uh, Chuck's going to have to sit it out. It's a classic I'm okay way. with that on my yeah? streak. Okay, and we'll see if Barry can be th- dethroned again. An insane story from the asylum and more in the mailbag. We're live from Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire. This is the Catalina Wine Mixer, and you're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Radio Network. a Davidoff cigar, you set aglow the richest tradition of cigar making in the world. You release craftsmanship achieved by our investment in that most precious of commodities, time. The time it takes to create a Davidoff cigar as it passes through 600 hands before it arrives in yours. The time it takes to age and mature the tobacco which fills a Davidoff cigar, sometimes as much as 10 years. The time it takes to hand-pick, hand-roll, and then carefully hand-check each individual cigar before it is fit to wear the legendary Davidoff white band. In every second of enjoyment, there are decades of experience. In every way, it is time beautifully filled. Jose Dominguez, Jose Dominguez, Jose, Jose, Jose Dominguez. What the hell are you doing? I'm writing a commercial for Jose Dominguez. Well, what you should be doing is talking about how good they are. That Jose Dominguez makes millions of cigars for other people, but saves the best tobaccos and the best blend for his namesake, Jose Dominguez. Not singing a song, if that's what you think you're doing. What I am doing is creating what is known as a donut. Hey, 
nobody's going to take away your donut. No, a donut in a commercial is when it starts with a jingle and then the information comes in and then ends with the song again. The information is the filling of the donut. Why does everything you talk about have to center around food and usually donuts? I don't know. Listen, Jose Dominguez cigars come in four great sizes and two wrappers. The mild, buttery, smooth, natural, and the slightly bolder Maduro. And every cigar is about $5. You know as well as I do, Dave, Jose Dominguez is no $5 cigar. It's worth so much more, it's a sensational value. Okay, here's the end of the donut. You ready? Jose Dominguez. Jose Dominguez. Jose Dominguez. In 1848... In honor of the English poet Lord Byron, a cigar brand named Byron was first created. Through three centuries, Byron has gone through many hands, but today it is back with the family that first created them. Returning to the early days, now the brand, in a very limited quantity, is produced in a small factory in Costa Rica. Nelson Alfonso offers three Byron blends honoring all three centuries of Byron. Siglo 19, Siglo 20, and Siglo 21. Other cigars sit in an aging room for 60 days, but every Byron cigar sits in an aging room for a period of at least one full year, then and only then into ultra-luxurious porcelain jars and state-of-the-art cigar humitubes packaging. Sure, Byron's packaging is unique and costly to produce, but nothing else will do for a cigar of this quality and taste. Byron Cigars. Cigars of poetry. Sophisticated. Byron. It was 2010 on my 50th birthday. Nick Perdomo from Perdomo Cigars showed up in my office and honored me with a gift. It was a box of cigars. But this box of cigars was not what I expected. One I never saw before. Something without the Perdomo name on it. It was my name, Garofalo. Garofalo Cigars has my name on it, but it was blended and created by Perdomo as a gift. A gift of a brand of cigars. So what should you expect from a Garofalo cigar? Rich layers of complex flavors, but offered in a mild to medium body profile. A blend comprised of fine Cuban seed Nicaraguan tobaccos, including a triple fermented five-year aged Connecticut shade wrapper. I'm honored to have Garofalo, my name, surrounding such a wonderful cigar. I would be honored if you would give a Garofalo cigar a try. Garofalo Cigars, an honor. Hi, this is Nick Perdomo. Hi, this is Nicholas Perdomo Jr. From Perdomo Cigars, and you're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. And we are back live from the La Flor Dominicana Cigar Studios. A few glasses of wine. My it's tongue is starting to, to get thick. And you poured yourself another one. It is. It's uh, six years down, and who knows how much to go. The 10-year anniversary will be huge oh boy. if we do it. But this is the 60th anniversary with Mr. Jonathan, Barry Stein, Chuck Morrison, and a blast from our past, our friend Tommy Grella. I'm David Garofalo. Welcome back, everybody, to the Cigar Authority. Six years down. We're going to keep going, right? Absolutely. We're going to keep going. Absolutely. Uh, Dylan Austin listening in. Uh, thanks for listening in. Reminds me of... Um, uh, something Sal Fontana, who put the cigar together that was smoking the, the uh, La Giana Havana Maduro, the one that has that flavor. It's a flavor, it's on the tip of my tongue. It's, it's like a raisin. Raisin, raisin toast. 
Raisiny. Thank Raisin God you Joe. played the short one that time. <laughs> yeah. It's Raisin Talk about toast. beating a dead horse. But uh, sometimes you've got to let the kids eat the paint. Sal Fontana said that. <laughs> sometimes you've got to let the kids eat the paint. Was it lead paint? Yes. <laughs> Whatever. It doesn't matter. Sweet, but sometimes right? you've got to let them do it. you just got to let it happen. You know? I used to eat stucco. Off the wall. Ah, he answers that, a lot of questions. Everything that explains makes sense it. now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. eat stucco. That explains it. It's chalky. Used to as in like last week or this morning. <laughs> okay. <laughs> when I w- when I was in school, we had I sat against the side wall, and I remember the big pipes that were there, and they were all wrapped yeah. and stuff. And I'd sit there all year and pick a pot, just pick at it, and it was asbestos. Oh, mm. and that's what we did. Mm. Tasty. Yeah. <laughs> It's true. It's true. So if something ever happens, but it was it was loaded with asbestos, and that's what we did. But this one is loaded with a raisiny sweet. Don't component. do it, Charles. Right, come on, man. Of raisin Don't toast. do it. It's raisin toast. So the question we have for our listeners, and I want you to email us in the Go on the Cigar Authority, because we want to make it better. Six years down, yep. we're going to keep going. Yep. So how do we, what do we add? Any segments, anything you want to hear? Is I got an idea. Yes. So we want to increase our viewership on YouTube. Yes. You know how in fights they have the girls in the bikinis with the round cards? Yeah. I think we should have a girl in a bikini cut and light out cigars for us. Heidi. I'd be, yeah, I'd be all right with that. Heidi, do you have a, do you have a bikini? <laughs> nice. Could something happen that would only happen during the video portion of it? That people would be listening to the show and then have to go to see. Oh, yeah, you could do that, yeah. Kind of like something. Live porn. (laughs) No, it always has to go down to that. (laughs) I was following Barry's uh, Barry's lead. lead. Yeah. Yeah. All right. That's where it's going to go all the time if you follow Barry's lead. Always. Mine's always in the gutter. If it didn't live in the gutter, it would be homeless. (laughs) One of our listeners is going to have a good idea. We'll take the bad ideas, too, but it'll be an interesting segment of if it was your show. What would you add to this? It's your show. You own it. You're doing it. What do you add to it to make it better? Because we want to make it better. Everything I, we want to do. I always like the remotes. Like uh, one of my favorite – we didn't mention it. Here's one of my favorite episodes. Um, Chris Topper, we went down to the uh, tobacco farm in Connecticut. Yes. That was awesome. Awesome. That was such a great experience. Yeah. Cuba. Cuba, baby. If you could do it live from, from a no country. Way, but you we can't. Do it, no. You'd have to record it, and it would have to be on a device that has recording. We could do the audio version, but that, the point of going there, I think, would you be You could even it. do it. Yeah. The, the internet, everything, there's nothing there. You could right? do it in the DR. Well, you need, you need, to, you yeah. need to get the, um, you know, <laughs> what do you call it? You need to get the permission of the government wherever you are, right? Yeah. Mm. I'm sure there, yes. Yeah. Got so. a question from one of our managers. The answer is yes, Terry. <laughs> Go for it. Which is what? Uh, it's better if I don't say. Yeah? Oh. The answer is yes. Oh, I don't know. Have him call Salem. Uh, Doug from Davidoff is saying more cowbell. You've got to have more cowbell. cowbell. Well, <laughs> that would what? make it better. He has a very interesting sense of humor, this he does. I like, I like him a lot. He's, He's awesome. I like him a lot. He's awesome. He's a CFO, which usually is a dry sense of humor, but he is very, very different. He's quick. Yes. Very quick. If you want to follow, as a matter of fact, if you want to follow a hilarious cigar guy on Facebook, follow Terry. Yeah. Yes. Oh, he's a riot. Absolutely. He's a riot. What's Absolutely. he under? Terry Fournier. Terry Fournier. Fournier. So not all that many 
follow us that he has. But oh, he, you know, know what we should do, great. guys, is we should uh, just give an honorable mention to uh, one of our fallen brothers of the Leaf, Adam. Adam. Oh, yeah, we had his memorial yesterday. Yes. One yeah. year. One year gone. Uh, and he, he was a voice on the show a couple of times. Yeah. Um, you would never know. Uh, did, did he play um, uh, Christopher Columbus? That, that was, was Terry, Terry that did oh. that. Uh, he did Bucktooth. Uh, he, Adam, Bucky Goldstein. Adam <laughs> was so much bigger than life. He had characters that he would dress up as and play this character, not on a show, yeah. all day long in the shop. Yes. <laughs> he, so, he was the samurai cigar cutter. Yes. <laughs> That's it. When he, he cut was this person's cigar. so much bigger than life, and, and we miss him so much. And uh, so yeah. toast he, to Adam. Yes. Adam Weeks. Adam Weeks. Bucky Goldstein. Bucky Goldstein. Find him on uh, Facebook. You'll see all his. Uh, well, you can't friend him because, unfortunately, he's no longer with us. But you can see stuff. People are on there all the time looking. So uh, let's take a peek into the asylum from our friends at Asylum Cigars. They're coming to take me away, ha-ha. They're coming to take me away, ho-ho, hee-hee, ha-ha. To the funny farm where life is beautiful all the time. And I'll be happy to see those nice young men in their clean white coats. And they're coming to take me away, ha-ha. It's time for news from the insane asylum. Odd and sometimes historic news stories that are too insane to be true, or are they? Brought to you by Asylum Cigars Take No Prisoners. Asylum Cigars are truly flavorful, medium-bodied Nicaraguan cigars with sizes ranging from 4x44 to the absolutely insane 8x80. That's right. That's Asylum. And today's Asylum comes by way of the mailbag. following message was submitted through the Contact Us page of thecigarauthority.com. The last couple of weeks, Mr. Jonathan has not hid his love for Trump. He has also used the term Black Lives Matter twice in a derogatory manner. I will no longer be ordering from your online store. I will not support racism or those who support racism in wow. any form. In addition, I have researched his story and there is no reference of students moving to Canada should Trump get elected. It's obvious you guys make things up each week in the asylum segment. I plan to email them as well, letting them know I will no longer support their brand due to their affiliation to this racist show. Oh, my God. Okay. Really? What's this guy's name? His name is Omar. Not Omar DeFries either. It's does he have Omar. a last name? He does not leave a last name. Uh, and I would like to say to Omar, it's not that I like Trump over any other candidate because uh, he's an amateur politician. I just happen to hate him the least. <laughs> you are obviously feeling the burn which is both your right to feel <laughs> and par for the course, given how quick you are to call me a racist. Right. Only a racist would try to prove how unracist he is, and I'm going to take the high road on this. Second, I was quoting an interview that I heard on the O'Reilly Factor when I mentioned that students have written both pro-Bernie and Black Lives Matter messages in chalk without anyone being traumatized. And since I have a sense of humor, I added the part about moving to Canada, which is something that comes across my Facebook feed almost daily the thing to do if you hate trump is to threaten to move to canada and i thought i was being clever by tying the french at the end but obviously you're too smart to pick up on such juvenile humor third i don't think your problem is that you think i'm a racist i think your problem is that you think i care what you think wow. here's a news flash <laughs> i don't <laughs> if you don't find our show entertaining don't listen you don't even have to warn me either. Just stop listening and live your life. Life is too short to smoke bad cigars. Don't be insane. Smoke. Asylum. 
The folks from Asylum, I'm probably happy with that. Just for that, I'm going to go buy a box of Asylum. There we go. Mr. Jonathan loves to be hated. I am. I love my haters. I Even think you, Omar. I love you. You know, we're here for entertainment, and that was very entertaining. Yeah. <laughs> that was extremely entertaining. The, the, the funniest thing will be the reply from Omar, who is listening. Yeah, because he said he's not. can't stop listening. Exactly. Because exactly. haters listen all the more. Exactly. They can't stop. They hate it so much they can't stop but listening. They know exactly. Obviously, he doesn't like Donald Trump, right? Obviously. So listen, I don't. He knows exactly every. I move. don't like any of the candidates. They all suck. But you got to pick one in the end. And you know what? Sometimes the controversy of the show is picking for me, anyways, picking the thing that people like the least. And so you've you've got you've gotten serious trouble on the. Uh, religious end, yep, yep, and the political end, and that's political, what they say. And now racism, now racism. I don't know about racism, but yeah, he's saying I'm racist yeah. because I I quoted someone else saying something about Black Lives Matter, and I'm white, so I'm racist. Yeah, you got to leave those three things out. And as far kind of white, moving to Canada. <laughs> I mean, I've been hearing that since I was in preschool. You know what I'm yeah. saying? If like, this happens, I'm moving. To, no one ever says. No one ever says they're moving to Mexico. Right. It's always that's good. the place to move to because when Trump gets elected, there'll be a wall between you and Trump. Yeah. <laughs> that's the place you want to move to. But no, everyone wants to go to the great white north. When Trump gets in, they don't want to go to Mexico. Go to Mexico. You racist. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Touche. That was awesome. Wow. I, di- awesome. I digress. <laughs> He, li- he likes it. I'll tell you, I, I show him these things on Thursday, and here's all the emails and stuff. He, I want that one. I want that well, one. Well, you give me two piles. You go, here's yeah. the mailbags, and here's the ones you don't have to do. And I don't even look at the other ones. There, there's a pile of the other ones right here, a pile. Yeah. I go for, the, for those ones. I like it. He likes it. So you think you're hurting him? He likes Omar, it. Omar, you're my best friend. I hope you write in next week. <laughs> send him some asylum cigars. I look forward to it. You could send it right to me if you want. Mr. J at thecigarauthority.com. It'll go right to my mailbox. He, he's going to make believe like he's not listening. But we know you're listening. <laughs> we have your IP address, oh. and we know you're listening live. So oh, and incidentally, I did a little research on this Omar person. Uh, <laughs> there, is, there is no Omar listed in our database uh, for shopping online. I checked all the codes. No one named Omar shops online from where this dude allegedly is from. So he's not even he, buying from us anyway. So he's going to so stop he, buying. That he doesn't buy to begin with. I'm completely honest in saying that. You know what? I, I did make oh, up the part about only, moving Omar, to Canada. You're only hurting me. But stopping buying <laughs> buying from us. You're hurting me, not him. He At least I'm not care. a liar. So all right. Anyway, that's Moving that. On. Right now, it's time for the Classic Three-Way, brought to you by Classic Cigars. You've heard of epic rap battles. But now it's time for the epic battle. Wow. It's kind of intimidating to be in the presence of so many great athletes. For this day. Tell anyone about this, I'll kill you. I'm kidding, I'm kidding. In classic history. Is looking at you, kid. Brought to you by Classic Cigars. Nervous? Yes. All classic cigars are handmade and imported from the Dominican Republic, and every cigar is priced under, get this, under $3 per cigar. You like that, baby? Let him know where I came from, yeah! Choose any blend, including the Classic Connecticut for its mild and smooth taste, the Classic Maduro for its bold and spicy flavor, or the Classic Cuban for its sweet, sun-grown, and nutty overtones. That's 
undertones, you idiot. Whichever classic you choose, it's a classic cigar. Available at twoguyscigars.com. That's twoguyscigars.com. Celebrate today with a classic cigar. Okay, today it'll be Tommy Grella, Mr. Jonathan, and our reigning champion, Barry Stein, in the classic three-way. Today is April 2nd. You get a point for getting it. The closest without going over, you get two points if you hit the nail on the head. Barry Stein is starting with you. You got your computer covered? Yes, sir. All right. Phone's face down. All right. Today is the birth date of Marvin Gaye. Marvin Gaye, soul singer, Motown icon who gained fame by hearing it through the grapevine, uh, wrote uh, What's Going On. It dealt with a brutal abuse in the hands of his father while growing up who eventually murdered him with a gunshot. The late, great Marvin Gaye, born today, what year? 1945. 45, Barry Stein says. I'm going to Marvin Gaye and get it on with uh, 55, 1955. 55, and Tommy Grella. 1943. 43, and you're all over. All over. He was born in 1939. Wow, he looked great for his age. Well, he died a long time ago, so maybe that's part of it. So to you, Mr. Jonathan, today is the birth date of Rodney King. Rodney King, you racist. Do you remember who he is? <laughs> uh, not familiar. Why Did don't you, do you this refresh on my memory? All right. He robbed a convenience store in Montgomery Park, California, and was caught and convicted uh, for trying to steal $100. After uh, that, he became, got into a high-speed chase and suffered a tremendous beating by the hands of the LAPD officers. This began the 1992 LA riots. His famous quote why can't we just get along? He died in 2010, but he was born today. Rodney King, what he year? He was born in 1962. 62, he says. Tommy Grella. 65. 65. And Barry? 66. 66. We got two points for Tommy Grella. Oh! Ooh! 65. Oh, and if Tommy wins, he's... He's not going to be here next week, Barry, so... Oh, I might have to I'll be a special the, appearance. I'll be the interim champion. We only have one more. How does that work? You need... Both of you need two points just to tie... Well, we have a new winner, and then next time we bring Tommy on, he is the reigning champion. This goes to Tommy Grella. Last question. Today is the birth date of Buddy Epstein. Epstein? Buddy Epstein. TV actor and dancer who played the role as Jed Clampett on the series The Beverly Hillbillies, also known for the character on Barnaby Jones. He was the original Tin Man in The Wizard of Oz, but got sick from the makeup and had to drop out of the film. Today is bought, uh, the late Buddy Epstein's birthday. Born today, what year? 1926. 1926, Barry Stein. 27. 27. 38. 38, you're all very over. He was born in 1908. Tommy Grella, the new champion! Nice. Of this day in classic history, brought to you by Classic Cigars. Whichever classic you choose, it is a classic cigar available at twoguyscigars.com. That's twoguyscigars.com. And a reminder, if it's your birthday, come in to any Two Guys Smoke Shop location. That's Salem, Seabrook, or Nashua, New Hampshire, on your birthday, and they will cut and light a free happy birthday cigar just for you. There we go. Nice. So what do we have in the mailbag, Mr. J? All right. Uh, Jonathan writes from the Contact Us page of thecigarauthority.com. Gentlemen. This this is not you. This is not me. This is uh, Jonathan Jones. Thanks for what you do. I enjoy the tips from Mr. J. I'm not a new smoker, but I like the tips to share with others uh, that are. Chuck could use some work. Oh, you sure this isn't you? This is not me. Okay. Barry does okay for a New Yorker. Oh, my goodness. Dave is in a league of his own. 
Well, that could be good or bad. I don't good. know. I recently had an awesome smoke from the care package and then picked some up from my local brick and mortar. Good. I shared them with my family after Easter dinner. Great. Uh, it was a hit with the grandparents, parents, my cousins, and the next generation of 18-year-olds. I think the people complaining about the long tip segments should consider the benefit to those of us who use it as a bonding experience. Cigars are contemplative, and it is awesome to share them with the people who enhance your life. Please keep up the great work, and thanks for it, Dr. Jonathan. Yay, Dr. Jonathan. What was the cigar? He didn't say. Oh, didn't say. Not bad, Dr. Jonathan. You could use a little work, but not bad. But <laughs> here we go. They're always practicing, you know. Doctors always practice. But uh, so we got a cigar in the care package. He liked it. He went to his brick and mortar retailer. Yep. Thank you. And that's where he bought a box of cigars. You know, that's what we got to do. Let me make a comment about constructive criticism here. One, I want to defend Chuck, but you know, you're saying he could use a little work. You know, we like the constructive criticism. Where is that work right. needed? You didn't tell us Where's anything. Where's the work? What's the cigar? Yeah. Well, he's a doctor, and that's what they do. They, they vague. Yeah. <laughs> vague. Everything yeah. vague. You gave us nothing. I mean, <laughs> we, we want the negative feedback, and tell us exactly why you hate us, specifically, like Mr. Jonathan for being racist. League of Here Earth. we go. This is going to be my new thing now. I'm going to have to get a hat. Really Something you couldn't be more. I'm going to say this for you. You couldn't be more not true. Absolutely. I agree. Couldn't be more not true. I agree. Yeah. Is what but whatever. Is. All right, another message submitted to the It's the, the con- easy go-to, you know. They oh, yeah. Pro- Racist. Anybody does it. Yeah. Racist. I'm really bothered by you writing that in chalk. Here we go. <laughs> I'm very upset. Can't wait till it rains out and it washes oh, away. Oh, <laughs> please. Cry babies. All right, submitted through the contact us page. Vic writes, well, I got my care package in the mail today. When I held the box, it seemed heavier. I opened it, and WTF, a banana cigar. Well, at least that's what my wife called it. She was salivating, and she doesn't smoke cigars. Come to think of it, she doesn't eat bananas either. What am I supposed to do with this beast? It's like a six-hour smoke. Oh, well, I seem to have misplaced it anyways. Hmm, that's strange. I don't know more where my wife is either. (laughs) (laughs) This is is her name, Monica. uh, That is Vic. He has a cigar for the Uh, April 30th show with Asylum. Yeah, baby. That ought to be a crazy show, Um, and we'll have the folks from Asylum on there, and they are beasts, right? Crazy. Huge. Three-hour cigar for smoking. I don't know how long for anything else, but there we have it. (laughs) So uh, we're smoking La Giana Maduro. This is a naturally made Maduro. There's no dying. There's no no funny business going on with this. Uh, If you look at it, um, it's it's not a black cigar. It's a dark cigar. Brindle, kind of. So that's the true way, the long aging process that goes in, in the Polones to end up uh, making the tobacco darker like this. And it gives a sweet component, a raisiny type sweet component. With a Get little your finger off that button, shut. <laughs> I'd say it, it changed several times. It's, it's, for me, it started off a little bit spicy. I did get the raisin toast. Yeah. In the middle, it was a little bit more. It had like a floral component. Like a, like yeah, a, I got that. Okay, yeah. like it was Flowers uh, perfuming. Flowers <laughs> in my toast. And, yeah. But the perfume now is gone to me. I'm, I'm down to the last third, and that perfume is gone, and it's gotten stronger, which I like. You smoke fast. Yeah. He doesn't talk as much as you do, too. Yeah, but still. A... Barry, let me see your cigar. Where are you? 
Yeah, you, you, you're going, you notice that? I've said it to you the other day. We were smoking a cigar together, and I said, wow, you, you smoke fast. You know, the problem is I don't have a lot of time to smoke anymore, and I, I was so used to having a cigar in my mouth right. almost all day. Yeah. And so now when I'm going for my fix, you know what I mean? Slow down a little, though. You'll enjoy the cigar even more. Yeah, it, it, you're slow right. Slow down, slow down. You're right. No hurry here. I'm, uh, getting, so, I'm getting some coffee notes now. I'm getting some coffee, some, um, some mocha. Just, you know, it's a perfect breakfast cigar. Yeah. I think it's a great cigar. Coffee and it's good. I think it's a great cigar. I'm uh, less a fan, I think, of the Torpedo than I am the Corona in this size, in this line, is extraordinary. Yeah. It's extraordinary. A little more beefy. It's it's shorter, but a little more power. When it burns a little hotter, it's it's more balanced, I think. Yeah. I like it. I don't typically go to Torpedo, but I like it. It's, It's cool burning. You, you like the big ring gauge cigars. You like a, a 54. 54 as far as I'm going to go. Yeah. Well, not huge ring, but you yeah. like 54. I actually like the, the Coronas and the, the Lonsdales and the Panatellas. I yeah. like the. What did we do for Asylum? Did we do, please, God, don't tell me we did an 80, <laughs> right? We did a 70? I think it was a variety of sizes. Oh, really? I think some people got 60s, some people got 70s. 60 is okay. 60 used to be ridiculous to yeah. me, but I think no, sh- nowadays it's not too bad. I think for the show, I made sure we got the 50s. Yeah. Yeah, it'd be better. It'd be better for me. It's value. That's what people look at the 70. But you look, you're a value guy, Tommy. Uh, huge, Gala, but huge. you don't want a 70, 80 ring gauge. Never. Right? No. Never. I can't stand smoking the big stuff. Yeah. It reminds me of something. Yes. Very <laughs> uncomfortable. It's very uncomfortable. That, yes. It's so funny. I don't get uncomfortable around it at all. No, you don't. It, it feels normal in your mouth, right? <laughs> oh, that's beautiful. All right, that's it. That's our 6th anniversary show. Thank you. Thank you, uh, our huge audience we have here. Thanks so much for coming. Everybody yeah, to listen you. to the show and letting Absolutely. this thing keep going on. Thank you so much. Thank you, Tommy Grella, for sitting in. Yes. Pleasure to be here. Thank bringing you. the food. Thank yes. you so much. So awesome. I can't believe six years. Real fast for me. Six yeah. Time years. flies when you're having fun. Next week, uh, the new firecracker. We're coming out with the 2016 version of the Firecracker. Who is making it? And when can we get it? We'll give you that information. Also, Cigar 101 with Room 101. We'll answer some 101 stuff about cigars that you probably don't know. This would be the time, Jonathan Jones, to have your family members listen to the show because we're going to cover the basics and get them caught up. How do you relight a cigar that already went out? When do you ash it? How do you ash it? It's that in Room 101 Until then, you've been listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Radio Network. And uh, when you're smoking your La Giana Havana Maduro Torpedo, always remember, keep the lid end out of your mouth. about a fellow named Dave and the fact I have been buying my cigars from him since 1985 when they first opened up. Two guys smoke shop. 
Now, Two Guys Smoke Shop have three convenient locations right over the Massachusetts border in tax-free New Hampshire. Now, here's something I bet you didn't know. Two Guys Smoke Shop is America's largest cigar shop and has the largest inventory of cigars anywhere. Wait till you see this place. You're not going to believe it, all right? Now, if you like cigars, you can't find a better place to buy them than at Two Guys Smoke Shop. They're in Salem, New Hampshire, Seabrook, New Hampshire, and their new location in tax-free Nashua, New Hampshire. It is worth the ride. You can call 888-2-CIGAR-2. That's 888-2-CIGAR-2 or on the web at twoguyssmokeshop.com. The best place to buy cigars anywhere is Two Guys Smoke Shop. It's Stogie Heaven. With a million choices. 